Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to The Verdict, only on IPL Radio. I played the long one just for you, Michael. Thank you. That was a very good one. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. That's what I think. All right, welcome back to The Verdict. <laughs> for those at home, Michael gestured loud. Uh, loudly, yes, gestured he loud. gestured loudly. <laughs> All right. How's, how's your week been, Michael? My week has been very, very busy. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we've discussed yet. So I don't think we've actually talked about it on the show properly. But you've you've moved out now. I have moved out. How has that experience been for you? It's like the actual moving, the moving experience, all of the above. Well, the moving the moving experience was very smooth. Really, it was very smooth. I hate moving houses. Really, it's my least favorite thing. Because the do. thing is with the house, it was all furnished. Gotcha. Much. Yeah, yeah, that, that helps. So um, we just had a new residency. The the other people moved out. Because the property is owned by my friend's parents. Yep. And my friend lives on the property. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, yeah, the other few, other few tenants moved out and then we moved in. So it's pretty smooth. That's like pretty butter. good. That's pretty good. Uh, how, how are you finding living out of home and paying for things? And I'm finding it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get your own space. You can just be an old man in peace. <laughs> <laughs> you can, um, you can, you can just... I don't know, it just feels like, it feels nice. That's good. That's good just to hear. Just quiet. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that is one of the things, like, like I get a fair bit of time by myself, and it, it's it's quiet. It's good. It's good. You know, it's like empty. One, one of, like, the highlights of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight <laughs> reel. It's like, uh, you know, I come home. I, on, on Thursdays, I come home pretty late. Uh, and then, like, you know, there's no one there. I can just put on the dim light at the dining table, and I just cut up an apple. And I just eat it in somber silence. <laughs> Michael, it's that sounds most, so sad. It's it's no honestly, it's like so peaceful. I'm like, sure it is, but the way you describe it, like this is the highlight of my week. I sit in the dim light and I cut up an apple and, and I eat it by myself. And that is perfect because everyone else is sleeping in the house. And then <laughs> you're just there munching on an apple. I'm just I'm just there in the dining table with like you know the yellowy light. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Warm that's lights. like the only light in the house. Yeah, and it's just. It's just it's just scenic, and <laughs> so then like, and if, if I decide to do so, I can either choose to go to sleep, or play, or watch TV, or do whatever I want on the free eighty inch which we have. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It is. It is. Yeah. So like so like when you said it's like cinematic, it's is it like a like there'll be a wide shot and it's just like. The 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 kitchen's very very open or the it's area's like very, very open. It's very noiry. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like, like a diner, right? Like like you know, like a diner. how like the the single light on the pool table. Yeah, like yeah. that type of thing. Like uh, the pool pool room lighting. Yeah, like, it has that lighting and it's just there. And I'm just eating an apple, <laughs> really like 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 spider noir. You know? <laughs> Gosh, that's that's fun. Yeah, I mean, like definitely stealing those moments by yourself is 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 good because you know you, you need that time to yourself personally i don't i don't eat apples uh, mm. on the no i table. just have to use up these apples <laughs> fair enough. you bought we them have, you we gotta have a use buffer it. of them and i haven't me eating them so i got to eat them gotcha fair enough fair enough um i prefer it to oranges oranges are very messy yeah yeah uh, apples are a hard fruit oranges are soft i don't like soft fruits okay so you don't like mangoes mm when when i when i okay so Mangoes are different because there's like So let's just make this impromptu question of the week. Mangoes or apples? Mangoes. Mangoes. <laughs> there we go. Well, the thing is is like oranges are fairly year round. 
It's a what? Fairly year round. Oh yeah. Mangoes, you've, you've got mango season. And banana season as well, right? I mean, bananas are fairly year round. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, I have a, I have a thing with flavor. Um, there's there's soft flavors and sharp flavors, right? And you can't mix soft and sharp together. So give an example of each. So soft flavors, chocolate, vanilla, hazelnut, banana, all soft flavors. They all go well together, right? Sharp flavors, a lot, a lot of fruits, a lot of fruits, uh, especially your berries, your oranges, your mangoes, generally your apples as well. Those stuff that can. Okay, that's that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, and and like in my head, like you know, I can't like you, you know you know you know back when like Froyo came to like WA and it was like a big thing. Everyone was getting Froyo, and you could have multiple different things. You could have like a you could have jellies and lollies, and you could have chocolates and stuff like that. Mm. Like this is where this is the prime example of where this came into effect. I would go to the Froyo station. I have to decide: I'm having soft Froyo or sharp Froyo, right? If I'm having having soft Froyo, I'm having like vanilla, chocolate, banana flavored Froyo. I'm going to the to the topping station, I'm getting things like chocolates and freddos and biscuits and crumbs and stuff like that. So you wouldn't eat things like apple crumble. That's the thing. Apples become soft flavors when they're cooked. So all the tang goes away. All that goes away. It becomes a soft thing. I struggled with it when pavlova. I was over. I hate pavlova and it should okay. die because it's a mix. <laughs> it's a mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The passion fruit. Yeah, like, but I used to, I used to struggle with apple crumble as a kid. My mum made it. I loved it when, I, when my mum made it. But sometimes I'm like, God, I wish I wish I could have the apple crumble without the apple. I think sometimes I like the apple crumble when it's not by itself and it's like has like like, like, a, like, a, like custard. a custard or something yes. in it. I think yes. that's that's what adds a little kick to it. Yeah, definitely a little. kick. <laughs> The little kick of flavor. Uh, yeah, I love, love a little kick of flavor. Vanilla custard. <laughs> I mean, you're making it more basic. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, something I had for the first time in a while, I had bangers and mash. Living okay. up to my English heritage. So, so the bangers are... Sausages. Okay. And the mashes. The mash. Mash, yeah. No, so chicken sausages, I made some, uh, some garlic mash and some gravy. It was a good time. It just seems very Australian. It's, it's so British. If, if if you look like at food snags and mash it's the same thing. Well I mean snags are Australian. Snags counts the bread. Yeah. Yeah. Snags are Australian, but bangers and mash. So just the hot dog by itself it removes the Australianness out of it. Well no no, adding the hot dog to a meal with mash and gravy removes the Australianness. The yeah, I think the bread is what makes this Sauce, like the, yeah. the dry coals wholemeal or the white bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And For some reason, folded in in half. Which the bread, the bread loaf is just there and it's opened, and people <laughs> just grab it. Because yeah. um, because we, we we bought like um two eight packs of sausages because we're gonna we're gonna, we definitely. Oh, so those them. are like the gourmet sausages then. They weren't like the usual. No, no, no. I mean, it's just like eight packs of chicken sausages. Oh, the, the the white chicken ones. Compared to the normal pork ones. Well, no, it's chicken. Yeah, the chicken ones are white. Ish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Woolies. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so um, uh, we we bought like an eight pack, and like something I remember from from my kid was get like a sausage buddy. So like a buddy is like a sandwich, right? Mm. Uh, oh, I thought you were just gonna like call one of your friends, like, hey, we're my sausage, sausage buddy, sausage buddy. That's uh, that's got connotations, should we, Michael. Should, should should we discuss the movie Sausage Party? <laughs> we can some other day, not today. <laughs> um. I, yeah, no. So I uh, got like Haley went and said, "Oh, like how do you want it?" I'm like, "Okay, just give me uh, two sausages between bread, barbecue aioli." She's like, "Oh, I thought you meant you wanted it like 
sausage sizzle bread. I'm like, no, because that's the Australian way. Then what bread? As in, like sausage sandwich. So basically, a sausage roll. A set? No, a sandwich. A sandwich with a hot dog in the middle. Two hot dogs, and you put them in half. That's wasteful. No, 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 no. You put them in half. Because then they don't go outside oh, the so end. Oh, so like do it, do it, yes. do it, do it. Oh. And then you put barbecue aioli in it. You put plenty of butter on the bread so the butter like gets all soft and melted. So it, so it makes it stay there. Yeah, that's the sausage buddy. And it's, it's the best thing. Cool. And using cold sausages is the best as well. Cold? Yeah, so, you know, the sausage, sausage buddies are the best the day after. You just bring them out of the fridge, slap them together, and you eat them, and it's so good. That's pretty good. The English know what's up. Like, so you, what sauce do you put on Aeolian? A- Aeolian barbecue or mayo and barbecue. That, that's my go-to. Well, that's, that seems better than barbecue. Barbecue has such a strong flavor. I don't usually... Which is why I, I pair barbecue. it with something soft and innate. Like mayo and aioli goes really well, you know? Yeah, like barbecues are too much by itself. Right? It's got too much of a tang. Um, but yeah, like something I realized is a lot of English, dare I say, cuisine is almost like wartime food. Okay, yeah. What, like corned beef and stuff? Pardon me. Baked beans? Yeah, baked beans. When you think of like Cornish pasties, right? Like a staple. It's just a fancy way to say corned beef. No. Cornish past corned beef. <laughs> no, that's not. Okay, so a Cornish pasty, is, it, it's like a, a. Pastry. Yeah, it's a semicircular pastry with a ridge along the curved edge. So, what, baguette? No. Uh, what's it called? The croissant. No One is French And we hate the French Michael Say it with me The French, French sucks <laughs> Yeah there we go The verdict stands by that Yes The verdict hates France So if you're listening And you're French Please uh, Don't listen to us Leave a bad review <laughs> No so um, So the Cornish pasty The way it was designed Is the, the, the ridges on the outside Were there for people to hold it And then they could snack into it I've had one I had one today for instance Okay And But it was It was made so that The miners in Cornwall could eat something with their hands and then throw away the bit that they've eaten. So the miner like kids? No, as it... Except, oh, the miners. <laughs> you said, so the kids can eat it like it's like a non-alcoholic type of... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, the miners 80% can of the diet is beer. We need to give them something. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Like, I, I've never heard the actual term, like, miners using that content. It's just always in, like, miners. as in, like, you're a miner, you can't drink. You're a miner, you can't drink. Like, not uh, you tend to forget... Miners is like the, the people in the mines. Man's never played Minecraft, yeah? yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, so it, it's so that they, they could eat something with their hands and they didn't have to eat what they touched because it'd be covered in coal and mm. dust and dirt. And that's like, you know, poor people's food. And like now it's like a staple of English cuisine. Uh, so what does that say about the English people? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're this salt of the earth, poor people. <laughs> yes. Like, you have two different types of British food. You've got, like, the toad in the hole, the Yorkshire pudding. I've heard about that. That it looks delicious. It sounds it, such an ugly is. name. It is. Yeah, like the British. I told you, did I have black... I to, did I tell you I have black... Yes, black and you said you really liked it, right? I really liked it, yeah. Yeah. So, like, a lot of English food, it seems to be thrown together with whatever you have. It's designed to get you through the harsh so winters. English food is bachelor food. Yeah, yeah, Basically. but then you have like the other English food where it's like rich people food. It's like, oh yes, we we, we shot a pheasant this morning and we're having it with a nice white wine jus. Like that's the other kind of British food. There's like no one between. Was the wine once a poor person's drink? I think so. Like a Was lot of red wine. No, no, I don't think red wine. Maybe white wine. A lot of things were like poor people stuff, but then um, it got. Like, like, what's the word? Even beer was like a poor people's drink. Yeah, all, all people used to drink was beer because water wasn't clean enough. 
Um, caviar was a poor people's food. Lobster was a poor people's food. So how did it transition into rich people's food? Because somebody said, oh, ho, ho, I'm rich and I like it. And then everyone else went, oh. And then the price went up. Yeah. Like lobsters. Just like stocks. Yeah, stonks, yeah. No, like, lo- yeah, lobsters used to be like for, for poor people. They used to call them like, like, like the cockroaches of the sea. And then suddenly one guy went, mmm, lobster, delicious. That's mm. so interesting. Like, uh, the general consensus just changed and now it's expensive. When, when you realize that everything is fake, it really liberates you. <laughs> like, everything that you know to be real, everything that, um, like, is a lie. Literally, everything, everything in society is made up. But we just all accept it. Like, that's the way it works, you know, is something gets accepted into the social norms. We all go, all right, cool. And that's the way it is now. Um, Which is why it doesn't make sense when some people are like, oh, I don't like that because it's not the way I think it should be. And it's like, this is the way it's always been. We just go, here's a new thing. And everyone goes, okay. And then that's the new thing. Okay. You know, (laughs) exactly, exactly. Um I had a thought I wanted to go to after we were done doing this intro bit, but now I've forgotten. Help me out here, Michael. Say something. Trigger some thoughts in my head. Uh, <laughs> who lives in a bu- <laughs> That's a good impression of a microwave there, Michael. Microwave there. Uh, yeah. Ding. Well, I was going to go to the Arancini place you said, but then you said they were... Uh, like a circular shape so I didn't most know. most arancini is circular no, haven't you seen the actual like the actual all arancini I've no, ever there's eaten there's like a triangle type one haven't you seen them no uh, I saw them recently Michael are you like, shapist yes you went man these are tri no these are circles I only eat arancini with edges is that what you said no I mean like that's like a different style of it every time I've eaten arancini every time I've seen arancini you're the first person I've ever seen who's this is the first time I've ever seen conical yeah, types of them. Conical arancini. I've only ever seen circular. Mm. But I think like because I went to a, a an Italian deli the other day, but bought an arancini to eat. But I think what I was thinking of when I think of arancini is a cheesy arancini, the one with the cheese stuff in the middle. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you need to know what the fillings is. Sometimes it's not going it to be said cheese. Rice and thing, but I thought they generally have cheese. Nah, it's like pasta. If you say I want pasta, you could have pesto, carbonara. Bolognese. It's just it's so interesting, like as an Asian person, like you see so many other cultures utilizing rice in like their staple mm. dishes, like arancini. Those are rice yeah. arancini, like sushi. You know, mm. that's obviously Asian, but like you know, burritos and beans and this a whole contained rice. Like yeah, um, rice and bread staples throughout the world. Every single culture has some form of bread because it's so easy to make, and rice withstands a lot, mm. which is why it's easy to make. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a good source of it's, carbs. It's very adaptable, yeah. Yeah, it's and there's the thing. It's so like rice doesn't taste it, but it has a taste, but not like a flavor, right? So it just soaks up whatever you put with it. It's a good filler. It, it's poor people's food. It's interesting how they always associate rice with Asians, because I guess because we eat the rice and it's just its normal form. Yeah, yeah. So. Rice, it's like cooked and then you add it to a dish. It's not like rice is a part of the dish. If that makes sense, mm. like you you'll have butter chicken. And rice, you'll have uh, yeah, like but like you know, like with the burrito example you had, rice is just a part of a burrito. You sometimes forget that rice is in a burrito. Exactly, like they they have like a beans and rice and yeah. black rice and stuff like it's, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 interesting when you when you see how food like a food is one of those things where it 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 has histories with it. Like one of the coolest facts that I 
found was I think there's a chance I've talked about it on the show before because this feels like something that I would have said is we we know exactly where what port somebody traded tea based on how they say it Boston <laughs> yeah no they didn't trade it they threw it in the sea the ass um, no so um, there were two forms of trade across Asia and Europe one by land to the Silk Road and one by sea now we know that if if the tea was traded by land, um, it was like, like in India, tea is chai. And for a lot of these countries, like you, when you look at the way that they pronounce tea in their language, it's like a cha or chai or a Thai mm. kind of phrase, right? And then when you, when you look at anything that was done by, by, by um, the ports, right, by oceans, it's a te, a tea. And it's like, so we, the, we know now that depending on, what they say depends on if they got their tea by land or their tea by sea, which I think is that's to me that's that's fascinating. It's so cool. I like I, so I, like, I live for that kind of just stuff. Just adapting the language. Yeah, yeah. Like I live for that like really cool like nuance where we just get like a really brief insight into like human history in, from the stupidest thing. Like th- there are other examples, but I can't think of. It's them. interesting as well. Like uh, the cultural food, it just someday someone who happens to be of that culture decided to make the food like this and now that's the yeah. voice of a culture exactly exactly like going back to england a lot of the food the reason why this is this is food the way it is is because it's like wartime food like um something that people because i see <laughs> i see it online a lot where people go man british people went stole spices and now they act like they're still in the war but like people forget that for like at, at least ten years after the war, people didn't have anything to eat, so people were still on rations um, at yeah, least up to at least ten years after the war. So it shaped a lot of people's culture. Was from the beginning of World War Two to after the war because like because they didn't know any different. Well, they they couldn't do anything different. A lot of a lot of the food and supplies were either going to the troops or they were being just dis- destroyed. No one was being a- were able to farm or anything because. England was getting bombed like like yeah during the war England was bombed like in my hometown um one of my best friend's house his house was bombed back in the day and they like those who rebuilt it because it's what British people do so um like uh yeah England was was um was a part of the war um and yeah a lot of people just didn't have food and especially and for, like the years after storable and easily eatable yeah they had to yeah so like sugar was so rare like sugar was one of the highly rationed things what are English desserts then um, spotted spotted dick is the one that comes to I mind. A, uh, like it's it's like raisins again, with bread. It doesn't contain sugar, like as much sugar or. Scarce. I don't think it would. It's a very, it's a bread and raisins. Yeah, like it's that's interesting. Like because sugar is so scarce that that's the. Yeah, exactly. Dessert. Um, what other kind of desserts are there? I mean, <laughs> I know what I grew up with, but that's not like British desserts. Like I had this thing called Angel Delight, which is well, like, like angel cake, but that's French. No, no, no. Angel Delight is almost like a custard. A flame. it's really weird it's like i don't know but i love i used to love it as a kid and it was like it's like a creamy foamy custody thing that was like you normally put it like on cakes or yeah, on yeah, food delicious. but like i just ate it as is my mom would just make it on a plate and i'd be like oh this is the best thing i've ever eaten why not um i'm gonna look it up some english desserts um i bet you spotted dick will be the first thing uh 24 traditionally british desserts Let's have a look at that. Insane. I don't care about the recipes, Kim. I just want to know what it is. Oh, okay. Strawberries and cream. Yep. 
makes oh, sense. That, that, that's, that's makes good. sense. Makes sense. Is that the sweet and the sweet? Like uh, strawberries and cream, you said your your sweet and sharp flavor. Yeah, yeah. So that is a mixture of sweet and sharp. Unless the straw, because sometimes you can you can do things to strawberry so that they become sweet and jelly like almost. Because I like strawberry in drinks, but I don't like eating strawberry by itself. I just don't like strawberries. Yeah. Hmm. So you like you don't like strawberry like uh, strawberry jam, strawberry. I mean, I like the flavor of strawberries. I just don't like strawberries. Yeah, it's interesting. They just add tons of sugar and it becomes a completely different thing. Mm. Jam roly poly. So this is uh, a sponge, <laughs> That's something a like sponge cake with warm custard. <laughs> like the fat controller from Tom's the Tank Engine is like, oh, I'm going to eat my f- roll jam rolly poly. <laughs> this is very British, actually, a Knickerbocker Knickerbock- oh, yeah. glory. Um, What's his on, Dr. Knickerbocker, Knickerbocker number nine. He What's likes that? to dance and th- something, something. Oh, I remember like the kids used to sing it. Maybe when I was growing up, they used to sing that song. I don't know what this is, syllabub. I've never... It sounds. Uh, doesn't sound very English. Uh, the mixture of dairy and alcohol, so it's like an alcoholic thing. Oh, like a rum and raisin. W- what do you think of rum and raisin? Like I've never had rum and raisin. Never. No. It's a bit overrated. I actually thought it was alcoholic, but like yeah. kids can just have it. Yeah. Because they ben- have it at the Burswood and stuff. Have you ever had banoffee pie? No. This is the best thing ever. It's like banoffee and caramel with like cream on top with like a biscuit base. Is that like the Biscoff type things? No, um, uh, it's almost. Uh, Biscoff has more of a, like a gingerbready, like spiced thing to it. Yeah. This is just caramel. It's it's the best. It, do they so? Is it just those normal pies that you heat up, like those dessert pies? Is it kind of like that? Well, normally you serve it cold. Yeah, like the cookies and cream one, and they have different ones. Maybe at, at Spud Shed. You can probably find it. You can probably find I it. I think definitely. I've had it before. It's good. Sticky toffee pudding makes sense. Eaten mess that makes sense. Uh, bread and butter pudding. Yeah, mm. this is another that, one. That's that, that's definitely a staple. Yeah, bread and butter pudding. Uh, this dish came out when frugal homemakers were looking for What's a way to a use. Cho- a- where's chocolate mousse from? France, probably. Is it France? Okay. I mean, mousse. I think is a French word. Um. Yeah. So frugal Canada. home. <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, so frugal homemakers were looking for a way to use up leftover bread, and that's when bread and butter pu- pudding came- pudding came from. So soaking stale bread in sweet custard before baking. How like poor does this sound? But it tastes so good. You know what I mean? It sounds like, yeah. Um, it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> exactly. Treacle tart. Okay, yeah. Oh, I haven't had some treacle in ages. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, oh, of course, the English cups. Yeah, yeah. You have to have U- Union Jack the Union everything. Barra uh, bread. Oh, that's Welsh. Figgy pudding. Oh, oh that yeah. That's like the Christmas carol. Like, and some fig. Can we have some figgy pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh, sponge cake, Welsh cakes, brandy snaps. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah. A lot of it is just using things that aren't meant to be used by that and then cooking them and seeing what happens. Which, yeah, that's that's kind of, that's kind of the way Experimental cooking. Yeah, right. yeah. It's just like what uh, Auntie Georgie had in the pantry and she just chucked it together. and <laughs> Pretty voila. much. Pretty much like, oh. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what happens if I cook up this, this syrup? Ooh, lovely. <laughs> lovely, lovely. German. <laughs> yeah, what happens if I cook up this syrup? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's. <laughs> All right, oh, so saw, French, um, and if you're German. Uh <laughs> there was a fairy bread uh, lasagna, I believe. Have you, have you seen that? What? Have a have a look at it up. Um, it was a. It looked, it looked uh, appealing, actually. Oh, you want to know? On on TikTok, there's a woman. I'm not sure if she's playing a character, like if it's satirical or if it's real. But she claims to have invented fairy bread, 
and she brings it up all the time. Is she Australian? Yeah. And, yeah. And like, yeah. Fairy bread lasagna. I don't know how to. How, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to feel about this. It's got airplane jelly in it. Yeah. Six slit. What? You should just make it. Okay. I, I think fairy bread though is is just too sugary for me. It's just got sprinkles on it, my but guy. Like I don't know. It just. It just. It just. You know, you can put less sprinkles on it, right? I don't know. You know, you dictate how sugary it is. But if my... <laughs> hey, Michael, the tea I drink in the morning is too much but sugar. But if, if my young cousin makes it for me, how can I say less sprinkles on that place? <laughs> you go up to it. You, you get down to their level. You get down to the eye level. You squat in front of them and be like, you make me this with less sprinkles right now. You Indian boy. <laughs> you make this Australian cuisine the way I want it. <laughs> or I'm going to sell you to a nice white couple, okay? You better go do that right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's what you do. That's, that's what, what you we do. do. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. And then the aunties are actually white. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, this is this, this is, is what happens. Northern Indian people. That's <laughs> they're all white. Yeah. Oh gosh. Fair enough. Um. So yeah. Um. <laughs> that's why they say like India is literally the whole world in a in its country. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I watched something that I watched recently was. So I knew about partition, right? I knew about you know this. Sp- We're gonna call this episode "Around the World with the Verdict." Okay, that sounds good. Uh, so yeah, I, well, cool. Because I'm going to talk about Ohio later on. Um, Josh said, "Have you heard about X?" And I'm said, "I Josh, oh Josh, yes. he was on the show." And he's like, "It'd be cool to talk about new podcast." I'm going to do a little bit of looking that up during the break because uh, I've heard about it. I just want to get some details. But anyway, um, I knew about partition, right? Oh, I, the the partition. Yes, yeah, like so Miss Marvel stuff and the yes, Indian, yes, yes, Indian yes, yes, thing. yes. Yeah. yeah, so basically, it was one big country, Indian, Pakistan, and then Pakistan and Bangladesh. Yeah, but turns out it goes way worse than what I thought it was. So the way it was taught to me was that uh, India split up with well, India was split into three countries: so Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, yep. and the Hindus were at fighting the Muslims, and Muslims were fighting the Hindus, and so on. It just kind of created this war. But turns out. Bangladesh wasn't actually Bangladesh at that time. It was just um, East Pakistan. So I think I remember there were one country, but separated by India. And then Pakistan would wage, not wage war, but they would like do stuff against um, against the the East Pakistan, right? Then what happened is there was a terrible, terrible psych, uh, hurricane that came through. It killed hundreds of thousands of people. And, hundreds and thousands? Yeah. And instead of like lending aid to his own country, the leader at that time, who was meant to be like a revolutionary, he was meant to like bring peace and like he had these grand ideals. He said, you know what? That will take care of itself. It means there'll be less people to vote against me when it's time to vote. Like that was his whole- the Pakistan leader? Yes. And that led to all this, these terrible things and terrible atrocities. And basically uh, the people in West Pakistan ended up, uh, sorry, East Pakistan ended up not rising up, but they were waging war against India and then the Indians uh, ended up teaming up with the Soviets and the Americans they just got caught in the middle well not caught in the middle but they were split off and it just it just caused this like splinter cell like the splinter country it was messed up like it goes deep there's um there's a YouTuber I watch called Joe Scott he does a he's, he's got a show called Answers with Joe and he's just he did a um, he did a an episode about a storm that almost caused nuclear war and a genocide because people were, were being like killed on site 
essentially. It was messed it's, up. It's so, like, strange that, you know, as an Indian person, I haven't heard much about it. Exactly. And this happens, this has happened technically within our life, not within our lifetimes, but within your parents' or your grandparents' lifetime. Like, the thing is, what's crazy is my nana and my granddad, like, I don't know my granddad because he passed away before I was born, but, like, they were both alive and probably both in Bangladesh when this was occurring. Like, to me, that just blows my mind that that they were around during this time when there was, like, a genocide almost enacted against them. Was that happening towards the tail end of the war? Which war? The World War Two. Um, no, no it, was, it was after that. I think about 10 or 20 years after. Partition, I think, was in right. the 60s, if I remember correctly. That's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I'm saying, this is, like, it's not that far removed from us, and it's not taught a lot. I think this is one of, like, the bigger... The bigger things. Why was it forgotten to, you know, it's a sensitive topic? Well, I think for a couple of reasons. One, um, Western countries don't care much about what happens outside of Western countries. You learn about Western culture, Western history, and so on. So it just wouldn't make sense to teach about history that doesn't apply. And the other thing is, um, it's such a political situation. Um, and it's a religious situation as well between the Hindus and the Muslims. So it could be that it's not like buried or swept on the rug, but it could have been like, it, it might be less like, let's address this and more like, hey, it happened. Let's just move on. Let's forget about it. I guess because like I left Indian schooling at an early age, they probably would have taught it in later years. Only a bit. I was looking through the Only comments. Yeah, I was looking through the comments of that that um, YouTube video and so many people are like saying, it's weird how, like, like word for word, like it's weird how I grew up in India, and I don't didn't learn about this. Even in, like in high school under the history curriculum, they don't they wouldn't teach it. I mean, how, how many how how much do we know about the atrocities in Australia that we learnt at school? You know, um, the things that I learnt about Australian history and the bad parts of Australian history was learnt through the books that we ended up reading in English. Was where somebody like the it wasn't a, it, it was a nonfiction book where. Basically, a guy found an indigenous person's skull that was kept in his family. And he was like, hey, this isn't okay. We've got the skull of a person here. And then he wanted to find out where it came from, essentially. And then he did a bunch of research and found out all these things and stuff like that. But we didn't learn about that in The main thing history. we learned about is obviously the world wars. Yeah, so... the focal point of it. We did the world. Um, we did the world wars. I know in year nine we did things about the founding of Australia and things like the gold rush and stuff like that. Yeah, we did the gold rush, and then we did the white Australia poli- policy as well. So we did like up until like like the legislation up until um, the white Australia policy and when that got overturned and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot that I think happened that I think, I mean, it, to the defense of like schooling and that, it's really hard to fit all of history into four years of school you know of it's and that's if they pursue it so technically three years eight nine and ten because um so that begs the question what history is essential to learn that it what yeah and i think can be forgotten i i think all history is, is essential um but i think the school have kind of got it right where we're teaching the world wars because the world wars led to well world war one led to uh the treaty of versailles which led to world war Two, which led to a lot of these borders that were created now but i think there's a lot more stuff that happened after that you know we've got things like um the cold war was was a very big and it, like this the cold war affected this partition event because the us and the soviets were involved the the bengalis got the soviets and the indians got the us was it called the cold war due to the temperature of the situation, of the, it didn't happen in winter. 
Like how, like what, if they invaded some, some you know, Germany or something in Poland, in, in winter? How Germany invaded Russia? No, yeah. it's got nothing to do with temperature. It's because a war never actually started, but was technically happening the entire time. It was between the US and the Soviets, right? Um, there was a constant conflict there. Oh, so it's like revenge is best served cold type of thing. Nope, Mike, no, no. It's It's more like they wanted to kill each other so bad, but nobody was making the first move. Yeah, so and they were just playing chicken with each that's other. That's what I mean. Best serve cold, as in like, uh, you, you you get revenge on something after a really really long time, or that's, you take action after a very. very it's long it's got time. nothing to do with that. It's just because it never actually occurred. So you know the Cuban Missile Crisis. You you seen you've seen X Men First Class. You should be educated with this. I haven't watched it. I only watched Future Past and uh, watch X Men First Class. It is very good. It is probably one of the best X Men movies. Okay. And because it does like it, it does the the beginning of McAvoy and Fassbender, you have to see them in the beginning, which is very good. Anyway, anyway, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis was like um, people like think it's like the, like the defining moment of like the World War, um, the Cold War, where they basically went, hey, if either of these two nations cross this line in the sea, we're gonna launch nukes at each other, and like they were like edging closer and closer and closer and closer. I want you to do it. I want you to do it. Kinda. And this, this the same thing happened over in India, where um, the US weren't allowing the Soviets into port. I think. Oh, it could be the other way around. Again, check out this video by Joe Scott. Um, it's very good. Um, one country was not allowing the other country into port, and they set up this imaginary line, and they said we'll launch nukes and do this. Did but they, they do specify that? the line? Yeah, yeah, it and it happened. It, it ha- this, yeah. So, it, it was very much a, a Cuban missile crisis. They didn't mark it because they wanted the war to happen. Well, no, no, no. They they basically said, "Hey, you can't come within this many meters of the shoreline," and they were keeping track. So, um, yeah, no. Um, I, th- I think I think there's a lot of human history that should be taught. I think a lot of prehistory needs to be taught. Um, because I think when we forget where we came from in the grand scheme of things we can we can focus so much of where we are now and people often forget that you know you, you may have australia and china and india but literally we were like coming from the same place we went to the same places we we had the same uh rituals and cultures and stuff like that i think that's very important like early human history from you know leaving the African subcontinent to going wherever we went, right? I think think that that's important um, in some respect because there's so much cultural significance there. Mm. Like um, what is it like? What they they say like they they can find the points in which they think that human culture was really blossoming is because they found skeletons of people who suffered these horrible injuries that should have had them killed if they were animals, right? But because humans are taking care of each other, they ended up the injuries ended up healing and they survived for at least uh, 10 years after that. So it's kind of like um it's kind of like you know if they if there wasn't the humanity that was there then those people would have died and that's a really important and significant part of human history is having that nurturing and yeah and finding out what it means to be human because I think a lot of people forget that. People think it's just got to do with our intelligence when I think it's a lot uh, humans have survived because of our collectivist nature and each other. And I think we Part of history is learning and learning about ourselves, and I think that's an important part to learn. That's very good. Because, yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, no, no, also, like, that's a good topic to, like, branch into. Uh, how are you for time? 
Um, I was, well, we, we can jump into a break now and we can come back in a bit. Okay. Easy done. All right. I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a song lined up, but I do now. So it's fine. It's, uh, if, if the screen, there we go. It's called Double Jump. We'll be back in a minute. This is the verdict. Your voice. Your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. What are we listening to? IPL Radio. Who recorded that ad? Triss. Was that is that Triss's voice? That's Triss. That's not Triss's voice. That is Triss. That's Bruce Springsteen's voice. Yeah, is Bruce Springsteen British, my guy? Yes. Okay. Look, we we are traveling around the world today. You know what the best place on on earth is? Wakanda. Ohio. Notoriously known for its crime rates and nothing. It's it there's nothing there. But you know what is there, Michael? The thought of something interesting. An environmental disaster. So essentially, a, a, a train, a train um, uh, crashed and caused an environmental disaster, and they're taking toxic waste out of the place. And That's horrible. Yeah, I'll read through. I'll, I'll read through from the re- reputable news source, Channel Nine. Oh yes. Because um, a lot of like these, it's still going. So listen to how listen to how um, how uh, it starts off. Sore throats, rashes. Headaches and nausea are just some of the medical symptoms East uh, residents of East Palestine, Ohio. So that's the name of the place is East, East Palestine. Palestine. Yeah, feels weird, right? Anyway, um, just number the medical symptoms that they have reported after a massive train derailment on February 3rd. U.S. authorities have said testing shows there's no medical risk to people in the area, but some have been advised to drink bottled water. Thousands of thousands of fish washed up dead in streams and the Ohio River, and there have been reports of pets and livestock getting sick or dying. So how was the Ohio train derailment turned into such an environmental concern, and just how serious is it? So on th- February 3rd, I'll start it again. On February 3rd, a large freight train derailed near the town of East Palestine. About 50 rail cars came off the track, and this sparked a huge fire. Um, So 20 of the more than 100 cars on the train itself contained hazardous materials. So in an effort to avoid another uncontrolled blaze um, or explosion, five of the derailed carriages were opened to allow um, vinyl chloride to escape, and it was funneled into a ditch and burnt off, sending huge plumes of black smoke into the air. So vinyl chloride has been shown to cause liver cancer, as well as a non-malignant liver disease known as TASH, so T-A-S-H, or toxic-associated this is going to be a fun one. Steatohepatitis. Although that kind of damage typically requires relatively higher levels of it, um, higher than what has been measured in East Palestine. So this train carrying... To this train to Passan ends up in East Palestine, and now Ohio is in, 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 in uh, poop. So however, exposures to lower... Environmental concentration are still a concern, in part because little is known about the impact low-level exposure might have on liver health. So, obviously, we know what happens when lots of things happen, but what about low-level over time? Is this going to have detrimental impacts to the residents there? So, other ke- chemicals like ethyl hexyl uh, acrylate and butyl acrylate were also present. Um, so, let's have a look here. See if I'll see what else is going on. So, this this is the initial report here. So. They're really discussing about mainly the fire because the fire is burning off all these chemicals that people are now breathing in. Um, let's have a look. I'm, I'm, I'm skimming through the article. So 
they're using drones to fire it out. Uh, all I know now is um, is that Biden has like ordered like door knocking in East Palestine to get everybody like evacuated essentially because it's such a chemical disaster that this entire the US has to now take control. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so oh oh no, so. The temperatures were so cold that when they tried to put out the fires, the water that they were using just froze. Even when in the presence of fire? Well, it's freezing in the hoses and stuff like that. Oh. That is awful. Um, geez. So, yeah, essentially essentially, this is... Um, so, so I, th- I think what's happening here is lots of people are getting sick, but they've been told no one would be getting sick. Um, somebody said, why are people getting sick if there's nothing in the water or air? This is what one resident yelled during a town hall meeting. Um, they're saying there's a, a number of unknowns about it and they've, they're, they're going to investigate the chemical risks. It's, I think this is going to be one of those things. Um, it's going to be like one of those situations, you know, where like something bad happens and they find out like 30 years later, everybody got cancer from it or something like that. Like uh, yep. Teflon factories and... And um, what is it like those um, those like uh, watchmakers and stuff like that? Like this is gonna come back in thirty years. Like, it's really scary. Have you seen the movie Dark Waters? Oh, I heard of it. It's a, it's a true it's a biopic. It's got uh, Mark Ruffalo, and it's about the creation of Teflon, right? And uh, so Teflon is what you'll see in your pan. It's the nonstick. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's a, a super harsh chemical, right? Okay. Super harsh. The factories that were making Teflon would have a lot of runoff. And this was killing people in the towns and killing livestock, causing cancers and stuff like that. And it's basically one guy who works for that company realizes it and basically tries to fight back. And he becomes like an environmental lawyer, essentially. Was that Mark Ruffalo's character? Yes, yes. It it is a very, very good movie. I think it explains a lot of like the like the high science of it very well. And it's also like very sad <laughs> because he, he realizes like like there's one point where he realizes the damage that has been done. And he just like he doesn't like weep, but it's just it's 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 a moment, you so know. It's like Chernobyl with Teflon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so let's have a look here. Um, we basically nuked a town with chemicals, so we'll get a road open. <laughs> Uh, so this is from a hazmat technician with more than 20 years experience was far blunter when speaking to local TV station WKBN <laughs> and he's just saying we just nuked a town with chemicals oh jeez and that was one of the guys that works for them Oh, that is so funny there is no indications East Palestine is going to turn into a disaster on the scale of Chernobyl or Flint, Mich- Michigan <laughs> Flint, Michigan yeah because their water's not good mm. and Elon Musk said he was going to fix it and then didn't Huh. Another one of his empty promises. Um, yeah, so I don't look. This is this is this is interesting because it's still ongoing. That like you look up news reports and still stuff coming out about this. Yep. So we're gonna yeah we're gonna hear about it in uh in ten years time. And we're gonna be like oh, everybody ended up growing a third eyeball. Yeah, that's. It's like funny, Michael? Huh? huh? No, no, no. I huh? think uh, I just remember the thing. Um, what what if Elon Musk? What if we put Elon Musk in charge of the Snyderverse, Alex? <laughs> I would end my life. <laughs> Speaking of the Snyderverse, what's the news? Um, on Snyder. On DC. Oh, the DC slate. Uh, yeah. So um, they released. Uh, no, it's got nothing to do with Snyder, but they released. Uh, James Gunn released his new DC slate. 
Um, so we've got a fair few projects coming up. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. So new DC slate. You, you, you should have prompted me, me earlier. Then I could. Uh, Blue then I, Beetle. Well, that Young's, was that was Young Superman. So Blue Beetle's already part of this. This is thing, everything extra. See, you got um, you got Superman Legacy, um, which is going to be a movie set during Superman's you earlier say time. He jumped the gun by releasing it early. <laughs> I hope everyone at home felt that awkward silence. <laughs> um, well, he actually does look like James Gunn. Who? That guy. The one with the hair. This is what James Gunn looks like. He looks nothing like him. It's so like James Grunt. 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 Graham Grunt. He grew old so much in a short span of time. Was he dying his hair? He before? must have been. He must have been. Or it's just the stress. Of being co- being told to kill himself being, on Twitter, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Superman Legacy, so early ages of Superman, which I think is going to be interesting. So it's not using Cavill, but Cavill's not fired. Oh. This is just going to be a different actor playing Superman because he's going to be younger, essentially. Um, some people propose that they should use the guy that they used to play young Superman, like young Clark Kent in They're the like Man of Steel. Timothy Chalamet should do it. No. He's too scrawny. No, no, no. The, the, the kid that played young Clark Kent in Man of Steel, because he's now the right age to be like a Superman, and he's got oh, the man. looks for it. He's got like really dark hair, and he's got like a jawline. So that's all people really look for. Why don't you just cast Ezra Miller as Superman? You already the Flash. You can't be more than one character in one the same universe. Okay, Danny DeVito. <laughs> and don't bring up, uh, don't bring up Gemma Chan or... Who else has played multiple characters? I am not playing Detective Pikachu. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. Man, Catherine Newton was in Detective Pikachu. That's I didn't realize that. She was, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, because she's a natural like blonde. Yeah, yeah. I thought he's just you just don't recognize. Yeah. yeah, that makes now that okay. 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 Um, so um, we've got Creature Commandos. So this is going to be an animated series, which still takes place in the universe. Oh, it's like, a, and it's having voice actors, and it's canon and like yes. what if type of thing. But yes, yes. Um, so basically, it's 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 like the Halloween monsters if they were real. Um, so it's it's written by Gunn. Uh, originally, a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis. This is a modern take of the concept. Um, so it looks like we're going to have Weasel. We're going to have Frankenstein's monster and Frankenstein's bride. We've got a guy on fire. Somebody looks like um, like Abe Sapien from uh, Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy. And man with beard. Is the, Scariest that, thing the original all. Hellboy? What do you mean? Uh, the original Hellboy. was There was another one with um, David Harbour, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guillermo del Toro's was the first one that came out. And then, who was the actor who played Hellboy? Uh, Ron Perlman. They're rebooting that as well. Okay. They're doing a reboot of Hellboy. Again. Yes. Um, it's going to be called Hellboy the Crooked Man. I'm surprised they haven't rebooted Green Lantern yet. I think Ryan Reynolds is profiting off the... We'll get to that. Okay. So another TV show that he's doing is Walla. So it's a spinoff of Peacemaker, which is a spinoff of Suicide Squad, which is a soft just reboot. Viola Davis, the show. Pretty much. The uh, Woman King Part 2. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think it's going to be good because I think it's going to be like a connector. So it's going to be like Walla is the central hub of everything. So she's going <laughs> So she's going to like recount like they're going to use the show to like define what is canon 
And she'll be like, remember when Superman tore through Metropolis? We're like, okay, Man of Steel canon. And then they fought Batman. Batman v so Superman just canon. her side comments. Kind of, kind of. Dictates it, gives a verdict on canonity. I, th- I think it's going to, I think that's what gonna, they're going to use it for. Because it makes sense. You know, she's mm. technically, she's the se- had the second most appearances apart from Batman. Yeah. She's a bit, or maybe she's got more. Because well, Bat- Mar- Margot Robbie is twice, three times. Uh, so okay, okay. So Batman, we got we got him in BV, BBS Justice League, and he was also in Suicide Squad as well. So that's three currently. Amanda Waller was in. Um, Harley Quinn was in three. Yep, Amanda Waller was in Suicide Squad. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. The other Suicide Squad. The other Suicide Squad. Um, I think she, was, was she in a post credit scene of uh, Zack Snyder? I mean the Black Black, Black Adam. Adam. She's she she wasn't in post. She was in. In um, Black Adam, um, I think she was. She was in the post credit scene only, right? She, no, no, no. She was there. Oh, and some small scene in the movie. Yeah, because that's the she's the one who assembles the Justice Society. Mm. She was also in. Um, I believe she was also in um, Batman v Superman as well, right? I think she was in the post credit scene of that. Maybe. Um, yeah, so she's been in five things. She's had the most appearances consecutively, apart from my disappointment. Um, so there's going to be that. So then Superman Legacy. Then we're going to have Lanterns. So um, so Greg Belanti was signed on to, to make this show. That's been crumpled up, thrown into a bin, forgotten about. This is the new thing. Forget about it. Or as my Italian brothers would say, forget about forget it. Forget about it. Or your New York and brethren would say. Forget about it. Um, so I'm walking here. <laughs> uh, so basically, so this is going to be a true, de- true detective version of Green Lantern. It's set on Earth with Hal Jordan and John Stewart. It's going to be a TV series, mm. which I think will be good. I think it will be good. Um, Sounds like Iron Fist vibes. Maybe, maybe. I, I can see where you're going with that a bit. Um, and then an interesting one we're going to get is called The Authority. Now, um, comics have existed in multiple forms and they're constantly being bought and sold and stuff like that. Um, the Authority belonged to, I think, Wildstorm, I think. Yes, Wildstorm. And then that got purchased by DC. So all of those characters ended up making their way over to DC and then out DC properties. The first example of this is in Justice League... Sorry, in Flashpoint, the, the, the cartoon movie... We actually get to see some of the first, like this. I think that took that movie took place just after the characters got brought in, and like they just appear in the in the sh- in the movie for no reason. Like no one's ever heard of them, and they just go, "My name's Grifter," and he's like got this like a uh, mask that just drips. It's like a bandana yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pull over. I'll see if I can pull over a photo of him. Um, Wildstorm. Here we go. So he's kind of got this like mask that goes down his face. Here we go. That's a good one. And he's he's almost oh got, like, yeah, a, that's one. Yes. He looks like like Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just appeared. They just appeared in um, in 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 this movie out of nowhere. Oh, I recognize that artist. He's he's bad. He can't draw multiple faces. That's why I recognized him. Anyway, okay. um, yeah. So they appeared in that. So this the authority is from that universe. Um, so. A movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet. Um, so basically, they 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 have like a 
a Justice League esque makeup. There's um a guy called Midnighter who's like Batman but ruthless, and oh. um Apollo Punisher. who sorry like Punisher. Kinda, kinda, and Apollo, who's like a, a Superman figure. Now, before, before, before people rage yeah, on Twitter, yeah. yeah, they're gay. Okay, they love each other. That's been established and so created. I don't okay. want people coming into coming onto Twitter and saying, "Blah blah, I'm sick of this woke, this woke." Why can't comic books just be comic books? Oh my gosh! Oh, why, why do I have to put politics in my comics? Speaking of that type of thing, did you hear James Cameron's comments? On what? Okay. James Cameron relates to Thanos killing half the universe in Infinity War. Um, speaking of time, James talked about the movie's environmental message. This led to a discussion of the MCU and talked about Thanos. Interestingly, Cameron revealed he supports Thanos' genocidal plan, the one the Avengers worked so hard to stop. His full quote was, I can relate to Thanos. I thought he had a pretty viable answer. The problem is nobody's going to put up their hand to volunteer to be the half that has to go. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Cameron. <laughs> your wise words on the MCU. But I mean, everyone, that's what other people said, right? Like, a lot of people had his, the same thoughts, right? Um, and it's interesting that he comments on the MCU. Yeah. But I mean, th- think about all the other big directors are like, bye, I hate the MCU. <laughs> Cinema is ruined. Did um, Martin Scorsese. Avatar 2 make more than Infinity War? I think so. Probably. Insane. Yeah, it's because it, it appeals to the Chinese market as well, which makes up a large market. Well, not just the Chinese, but obviously, if it gets greenlit in China, it's going to do good. Mm. Yeah, which is why Transformers 4 did very well, even though it's a bad movie, because they shot it in China and appealed to the Chinese market massively. It was just a big advertisement. If you watch that movie, you can see all the product placement. So any, anyway, the authority. Um, Dead Cam was the authority on the MCU. Mm, and it's very true. So, yes, there's gay people in it, um, and they're ruthless when they try to protect people. It's kind of like the ends justify the means kind of situation. Wait, what? Like the ends, like when they try to like save people, it's like the ends What's justify... What's that got to them being gay? Nothing. That, that was, this is a different clause. I'm so, I've, Michael, I started a new sentence. Okay. So what? Did you not listen to what I was saying earlier? No, you just said they're gay, but then they have their, their motivations. No, that wasn't what I said. I'm like, the the gay superheroes. Anyway, so these guys, like, that's what I said. Okay. It, them being gay and me saying the next bit of the information were not linked in any that's way. That's what I mean. Like, it has nothing to do with their character. They just happen to be gay. What's the point of saying their sexual orientation? Did you not hear my rant when I pretended to be uh, a hurt, a hurt conservative? No, I know, but like, why do they just need to say that? Like, well, they why don't. Why can't they just say this is a character? They do. But then, who quote asterisk? Who happens to be gay? Who happens to be straight? Who happens to be no, they, asexual? They, they, because their relationship, like the Midnighter and Apollo, like they have a relationship and they are together, and they're the main characters. Okay. Why 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 are they just spoiling the plot? Why can't we discover Spoiling the, the plot? That's not the plot. Why the can't plot we is the plot is is, the is, is is the plot is the bad Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Did I spoil it for you when I said that Pepper Potts and Iron Man might get together? Did I spoil it for you when I said No, they didn't say in Iron Man 1. Here's a Pepper Potts. She might get together with Iron Man. No, because that's not how news works. That's what I mean, but like no, it doesn't say that here. I'm saying it. Oh, you're saying it. it. No, because the reason why, it gets brought up, right? And then I know for a fact that people are going to be like, 
brr, keep politics out of my comics, brr, why do you have to have gay people in comics, brr, when in reality, that's what it was, that's the characters were made gay. Okay. It's got nothing to do with what's here. They're talking about the authority and I'm saying, talking about the authority as well. But I'm just saying, I'm prefacing, Michael, I'm prefacing- Okay, and Rocket is a raccoon. Exactly. I'm prefacing the people who want to stand up on their soapbox ah, and say- so you're preemptive striking them. Exactly. This is the Cold War, Michael, and I'm hot. No, um, yeah, I'm just prefacing those people who want to stand up and say, I hate seeing gay people on TV. Why do they have to do it when in fact, like, because a lot of the excuses people say is, why did they make this character gay when in the comics they were straight or so on? You know, like that kind of situation? They've but been they gay. Always gay. They've been gay the whole time. They've been gay. Since the Cold War. Yeah, they were gay during the Cold War. <laughs> Don't make the joke. Just anyway. like Magneto and Professor X are gay. Look, watch First Class, and you'll realize it. They were gay during the Cold War. <laughs> if you, <laughs> that's funny because it's true. Oh. Uh, they weren't like having sex, but like there was one point where they both go to like a strip club together. Oh yeah, and they're just like sitting there, and then they recruit in, the in the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so much. And then the so Wolverine much. has the best uh, use of the f bomb in yes. the entire. Yes. Yes. But I mean, look, th there there was some kind of tension there. I'm not going to deny it. All right, the next uh, item that comes up is Paradise Lost. So this is a Wonder Woman show without Wonder Woman. It's with the Amazons. The Themyscira. Yeah. So they wanted to kind of replicate it's like Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> the Wonder Woman without the Amazons, but with Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> oh, did I tell you? I, I forgot to tell you. I went to a jazz bar on on Saturday, and people Goodbye, behind me, uh, people behind me, would. We're talking about uh, Bo Burnham's inside, <laughs> and then I just joined their conversation. I was just having a long conversation. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, inside, and uh, they were talking about all the songs that she. Uh, this this girl was telling me I should uh, listen to the 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 compilation of the songs that didn't make it into the inside. Yes. that she released on Spotify. Yes. nineteen something. Uh, no, so it's called Inside the Outtakes. I listened to it. It's good. Yeah, there's some really there's one there's a song about a chicken crossing the road, and it'll bring you to tears, Michael. It will bring you to tears. Yeah, we were just talking about the cinematography and stuff of Inside and how just this random person, which I never met before, because I haven't. That's, that's so good. Yeah. That's human connection. And then Michael. we heard a, a, a jazz Spider Man cover. We probably won't get copyrighted, but I'll play it for you. <laughs> well, because one of the insights is when he's like pretending to be an intern. Oh. You know what this feels like? This feels like um, Mario Odyssey. No, 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 no. This feels like like a '60s TV, like a super, like like a Batman show from like, pow, zap. Like it feels like a like 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 a spy show from like the '60s or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that is cool. That is cool. You know, um, uh, his his one song about interns and he scats at the end. What up, up, Ah, nice. Yeah. Um, and then we've got The Brave and the Bold, which is the, oh, Batman, the Batman movie. A uh, movie. This is a movie using the Brave and the Bold tagline. And we don't know who Batman is? Not yet. So this is the introduction of the D DCU Batman. Um, so and Matt Reeves has just free reign to do his own thing. Uh, yes. Phillips has free reign to do his own thing. They've nominated that as Elseworlds, because in mm. the comics, you've got Elseworld comics, which are like 
not mainline canon at all. So like an Elseworld comic is like the Red Sun Superman. I think it's good because they're, they're quote unquote making more ammo. Like how like like ammo as in like we have more Batman actors to have. Mm. So like uh, like how they're doing the Flash, they're bringing back Keaton's Batman and stuff. Like mm. Batman's such an iconic character, so it'll be awesome to see. You know the multiple iterations of Batman coming together in one movie, like Spider yes. Spider Man. So it's good. They have like. Well, I mean, I mean, the thing with Elseworlds is they don't cross over. So yeah, but you never know; they might happen. Like it would defeat the purpose of Elseworlds. Or money. Uh that's stupid. But like with Spider Man, um, uh, No Way Home, they yeah. got the three. But they, but they want Elseworlds. Like the idea of the multiverse exists. Well, you never know. There could be a. They could say there's an a normality. That something happens, and then these three Batmans are there. Oh, look, Michael Keaton's there. George thing. I hate no. That's if they want to make money, boo. they will do that. They will do that. Stupid. I Alex, don't like it. Keep else. Don't doubt corporatism. I I don't. I'm just saying. I I like. I know that that's what they will do, and I think it's stupid. Yeah, it will be Batman versus Superman. I think keep the Elseworlds as Elseworlds, because like in the comics, right? You got like stories like Gotham by Gaslight. You've got Red Sun Superman. But, but You've who, got who cares about the comics? This Kingdom is what they're going to do. No, no, James because Gunn they called it the Suicide Squad. So he's going to literally because, call because, it. Because they're, he's built a lot of the comics. That's why he's literally calling these other stories Elseworld stories. Okay, I know. but Because he's built, he's he's using the comics as a framework. He called it the Suicide Squad as a joke. And then he just kept it as a full movie title. Yeah. That's so he's literally gonna. He might call it Batman's vs. Superman. No, no, that's stupid. Um, if he does that, I, I, I will quit. The DCEU. Yeah, I'm done. I will done. revoke my membership. Exactly. I'll revoke all my knowledge about it. Exactly. I'm going to go and get a lobotomy. And just watch the man thing on repeat. Yeah. You mean Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing on repeat. Speaking of which, Swamp Thing movie is going to be Elseworlds. So go. he's doing an Elseworlds Swamp Thing thing. So yeah, uh, The Brave and the Bold, we're going to get Damien Wayne. Oh, yeah. Which he's the angstiest, most awful little a-hole. So the Batman and Robin type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be his son. So it's going to be a good dynamic, I reckon. And then we're getting a sequel to Patterson's Batman. Um, uh, so it at least one more crime saga. So they, I don't think so they've ruled out. What other Nirvana song are they going to use? Heart Shape Box? <laughs> I don't know. I think they will. Yeah. Something's in my ass. Um, so yeah, October third, twenty twenty five is when we're expecting that. So just two years away. Well, two and a half. Um, so that's not too bad. And then we're gonna get a booster gold. You know, booster gold. Essentially, he's a guy from the future. Oh, it sounds like a, this premium cinema experience. A booster gold. <laughs> you get a booster seat. <laughs> gold <and> membership. <laughs> exactly. No. So uh, basically, a guy from like the future travels back in time with some basic technology, but because he's traveled back in time that technology is so cool and to us he's like superpowers so he's just like he just you know he's got knowledge of what's going to happen so he makes himself a hero without actually being a hero and then ends up being a hero but has like insane imposter syndrome it's it's uh, he's such a good character him so kind of like mega mind similar similar mega mind meets someone with an enormous ego um well, but, like a, a Titan. Yeah, Mega Mind meets Titan. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, um, and but it's it's really cool because he's got a really cool relationship with Ted Cord, the original Blue Beetle. Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz, Zodiac Killer. It was teamwork, actually. That that is actually the perfect Batman and Joker. You know, like the, the, the relationship. <laughs> yeah, Ted Cruz, you got me again. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Um, 
<laughs> this is politics, babe. <laughs> this is politics. I, I want my democratic seat. Oh, is this the AI speaking? Was that? <laughs> yeah. No, that was. Well, Ted Cruz is here in the studio today. Ted, do you have anything to say to the camera? You know, no, what we I just do? want to say that I, I am the Zodiac killer. We should just have interviews with the AI, and we'll just type in stuff. <laughs> no, and we'll pretend we're interviewing them. No, like, no, no. <laughs> we'll interview Musk one day, and he'll actually be on the show. Musk. Um, I um. I no, like, no, no. Um, with the AI text generator as a third mic. No, <laughs> that no. would be hilarious. I could just make Musk say my own things. Be like, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, I hate uh, minorities. Um, um, everything I do is a it's a lie. Um, have you have you heard the video about Joe Biden talking about anime goth girls? <laughs> I've seen so many. So diverting a bit, I've seen so many videos of like a the Discord chat. Yeah, the best. Joe, Joe, are you on? <laughs> I want Minecraft. Yeah, I'm on Minecraft. <laughs> Joe, why do you have twelve stacks of diamond? We've been playing for twelve minutes. Joe, I I, I, sw- I swear all the to God. Creed games. I haven't seen that Them one. Them debating all the Pokemon games. I, I don't think I've seen that one. Biden versus uh, um Biden versus uh Trump in Pokemon Showdown. I I think I saw a little bit of that. I what well, the ones I've seen is the Minecraft and the Overwatch ones, and they're pretty oh, good. AI presidents debate Pokemon generations. That's so good. Okay, so Booster Gold. Um, so it's about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to to today and pretend to be a superhero. Mm. Uh, Gun described as an imposter syndrome as a superhero, so that's going to be fun. And then we're also going to get Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, take she's it- not the one in Flash. I don't know. Actually, that's a good, um, good question. So, um, taking its cues from the recent Tom King written miniseries, the movie promises a different take um, than what most people think of when they think of Superman's cousin. Uh, we'll see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant. I saw we describe it really well, and then when it comes out, it's just underwhelming. Yeah, but I, I think it's going to be different because now it's a, a vision. You know, instead of instead of it being each movie just kind of gets dished out to whoever wants it. But and then, then you see Marvel still has a vision, and their movies are not as they were before. But I think that's also because, you know, they've... I mean, a lot... People forget Marvel had a lot of not good movies. And 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 rose tinted glasses are, you know. But do you think these these latest Marvel movies they're in their own separate universes? What do you mean? Like the Ant Man stuff is just Ant Man and this ensemble of characters. They don't. There's no crossover. That's like. how a movie should be, Michael. I know, but like in the shared multiverse. In the first Ant Man, in the second Ant Man, and in the third Ant Man, they're all Ant Man movies and they had no crossovers. Yeah, most no, movies. Ant Man uh, two, uh, Ant Man one had the post credit scene about that leads to Civil War. Yeah, this one had one for Loki. This one had one for Loki. What's the? the I know, but like, I don't know. Michael, you're making arguments that don't make sense. They they make perfect sense. To you, the person who makes them, but nobody else. You're saying, why why aren't they all... Michael, forcing things to cross over takes away from the movie. There's there's a story that needs to be told. They don't have to cross over. They do work in the same... They do work in the same universe. We we, we had a Kang storyline, and there's going to be a Kang Avengers movie. I want the Hercules Iron, movie, Alex. I, I want the Hercules movie. Iron Man didn't cross over. Thor didn't cross over. The only things that did Wait, cross over. What? Sorry, the Iron Man didn't cross over. How so? To to any other movies? Didn't. The Hulk. Yes. That was no, no, no. As in, in the actual story, the only things that are crossing over in those movies is Coulson, right? No, Tony Stark was at the end of the Hulk, uh, talking to General Ross. That was the post credit. Still, that's a crossover. That's it's not it's not the movie though, is it? But that was after the movie. That was in the movie. Okay, so Ant Man, we saw Loki and we saw the Kangs. We saw the Kangs. 
We saw we saw the Kangs. The gangs of Kangs. We saw the Kangdom. Kangdom. That that should be the, fitting. That should why Kang Dynasty? It's just the Kangdom. The Kangdom. Yeah. God. Marvel hire me. Hi. All right. Um yeah, like hire the trademark. <laughs> a lot of the movies don't have crossovers. The first Ant Man didn't have a crossover. Guardians didn't have a crossover. Like crossover as in like any like any other like everything within those movies was self contained. The only crossovers that they had uh, in Guardians, we saw Thanos for a bit. Mm. That's something, I guess. Uh, Guardians two, no crossover. I mean, they talked about the test right. I think the point of them was uh, introducing the Infinity Stones. Yeah, and now the point of this one is introducing the multiverse. Mm. Well, so the multiverse is so vast. The infin- Infinity Stones are just six. Yep. So it's just pretty much what if episodes. No, no, no. It's it's. Because the multiverse is so vast, you need to try and get the point of it across and try and... Because there's uh, a logic and science behind it that we need to convey to people without mm. just going, all right, here, everyone sit down. We're going to explain the multiverse, which they kind of tried to do in Loki, but they've attempted to do it again in Doctor Strange and in Ant-Man. Loki was different. Variants are different than multiverse. Nope. It's the same thing. The, the, the he who remains bit, that's all multiverse stuff. But the the other stuff like uh, the the Loki's and stuff is that different multiverses? Uh, different timelines, different yeah, multiverses. That's different well, not really because they're all connected. They're so con- when you look when you look at the end of Loki, how the sacred timeline becomes this mm. web. Oh my gosh! I just smacked a fly and punched the mic. Oh. Uh, when 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 the mul- when the sacred timeline becomes a web, that's now the different multiverses that exist in that timeline. So the variants will cause a new timeline, which would cause a new new universe. I just really hope that the actual crossover movies are very good. I think they will be. I think they will be. I, I think, like a lot of the a lot of the complaints came through was where it was like, oh, Marvel think they have to include everybody from everything in every other movie when, and then now they've gone, let's focus on individual stories and get those told instead of making yeah. it like one big story, and then we can address the story. I think as much as I would love to, but I probably can't do it at the moment, is just wait till the actual crossover movie comes out, then re then go back and watch them. I mean, that's what I did. That's what that's what I did for Infinity War. I oh, went did back. you actually? Yeah, I rewatched everything up because I don't really Hale- watch it. Watch it for the first time. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. I want to see it all. <laughs> I want to experience it. Um, I just want to watch it all. Yeah, I mean, look, some of the movies haven't been great, but Marvel have had several misses in the past. Like I say, I'm just really hoping Guardians Three would be out of the park. I think so. I think so. Especially since Dave Bautista saying that was his last role. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be everyone's last. It's gonna be the last Guardians movie. Mm. So and James Gunn said he wants things finite. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, look, this Ant Man was better than a few, fair few Phase Two movies, definitely. Phase Three was pretty good. Phase no, I mean, One, we didn't have expectations, so yeah. I, I bet you could rewatch some of those first movies. Like, like if you went in with like without the with the idea of the MCU in mind, the first Thor movie isn't that good. Yeah, it's the second, the second Thor movie. Isn't that good? The Incredible Hulk movie, notoriously not that good. So, like this idea that you know, oh, all these movies are bad now. No, we've had mm. bad movies from the from the beginning. I think that the complaint is that there was fewer of them. Yeah, uh, because I think and they're more- now keeping track of it when you want to, because you know you had to only watch I think twenty movies or less to ge- get now we're at thirty five. I think to get the context of Infinity War, mm. and now we need to watch all these these TV shows to get the context of Kang Dynasty and um, Secret Wars and all mm. that I mean only I think that's the, that's the main issue they're, they're just they're just like only only three properties only you know? three properties are doing the multiverse stuff Loki Doctor Strange and Ant-Man but then you'd want to know the context between the characters who appear in these team yeah. movies I mean 
you said it yourself. You want more crossovers? That's what that's what's gonna have to happen. You can't you can't have you can't have. What's Doctor Strange multiverse crossover? No, with Wanda. No, that wasn't a crossover. That was just a shared movie. Um, it's it's like how Thanos that what wasn't. Crossovers are sorry. Crossovers. Are no crossovers is like um, one character comes in for a bit, leaves again. Um, so I would say that Iron Man in the first Spider Man crossover. Um, I would say Wanda that Wanda comes for a bit. Yeah, comes for a bit after the plot. Is yeah, done at the end of the movie. he comes in for these little moments and then leaves. So that's a crossover. I would say, Wonder. No, because she's like the villain. But she's a crossover villain. I know it's a crossover hero. No. What do you mean? She did a villain thing and then she went away. She's probably still alive. She didn't go away. The movie ended, Michael. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't pop in and leave. The movie follows so her. If, she's the main character. So then, Doctor Strange was the crossover. Technically. So it was a crossover. Well, no, but it's his movie, so we can't say that. Yeah, that's that's no, like no, a it's, little it's, loophole thing. It's a shared movie, like how Infinity War is Thanos's and the Avengers's movie. Mm. Uh, for instance, a crossover would be. But then, so then, by that context, it would be um, Thor- Thanos's minions were the crossover. No, 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 because they're Thanos by extension. Thor Ragnarok crossover movie with the Hulk. Correct. Um, what else? Is, what else out there is there? Because again, there weren't many crossovers. Uh, Civil War. That was a crossover. massive crossover movie. Um, I'm trying to think what else carries. Uh, over. Winter Soldier and Bucky. No, because that's that's. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's no. Because the, they were p- Captain America properties. That's not a crossover. That's just them. <laughs> it's that's not a crossover. That's not how, that's not how crossovers work. What do you mean? So Falcon Michael, showing up in Ant Man was a crossover. But the movie Bucky is called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It wasn't called Fine, Thor Peggy Rag- Carter crossover. Sh- yeah, sure. She well, no, she's a Captain America property crossover in in multiverse. Yes, yes. So Doctor, so the Illuminati, the Illuminati crossover. Yeah, that was a crossover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like it, it, it's Thor Ragnarok wasn't called Thor Ragnarok and the Hulk. It was called Thor so Ragnarok, wh- and the Hulk was in there. What are you trying to say is like starring titles? Well, I'm t- so t- Ant Man and the Wasp, they're not crossovers. They're, that's their title. That's so it's their movie. Yes. Even though the Wasp barely did anything and then went. Yeah, through. which is weird. You know what I think they should have called this movie? Because they did the last one, it's Ant Man and the Wasp. So they felt like they had Ant-Man to. Ant st- Man gets stung. No, they felt like they had to stick with it. They should have called this one The Ant Men and the Wasps. That's pretty cringe. Well, no, because we've got Michael Douglas, who's Ant Man. That's You've pretty got, cringe. No, you're cringe. You're, uh, <laughs> Michael, no, well, it, then they should have called it the Hawkeyes. No, because it's it's not continuing a serial. It's not. It hasn't gone from Ant Man to Ant Man and the Wasp to Ant Men and the Wasps. That makes sense because you've got two wasps. You got Ant Man Legacy. Ugh, that's it. He doesn't deserve a legacy just yet. Uh, uh, Michael Douglas Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. I can get behind that title. They call me Michael Douglas Man. <laughs> And he's just, it's just him for like an hour and a half just going, <laughs> ants, ants. Oh. <laughs> I think the best moment in that movie was when he used the pe- the, the serum on the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Just boom. I mean, that'd be sick. We could just get small small pizzas. We could just shop the, at Costco. <sighs> Michael, Michael, Michael. You're thinking too small, buddy. Too you go small. to Costco, you make the thing small, you walk out of Costco, you've successfully you stolen. Like tarot tea? It's okay. I liked it. It's okay. It's pretty nice. The Costco one is very sugary, but it's nice. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I do like bubble tea. Bubble tea is so good. Mm. I'm just obsessed with tarot tea at the moment. 
You, you get in these weird, like, weird obsessions, I've noticed. Like what? What was the last weird obsession? Arantini. Oh, yeah, because I just saw it at, um, at, a, at a function. Yeah. And I was like, you suddenly I wanted become, to get it, that's but I, the thing I, I was one have. of the servers, and I couldn't have it. That's a shame. Hey, what's over there? That's what I would do. Okay, what was the other thing? I don't know. It, it's come up before, I it swear. It's come up before. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we need, to, we need to go to a break, Michael. We're going to a break. I need some water. Same. We'll be back after this. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. So, Michael, um, just for the people who are out there, what do you, what, what are your thoughts on the, on, uh, the new Shazam uh, I think movie? it's neat. Yeah, anything in particular? Nothing in particular. No, I mean, I think uh, what I like is we're, we're going to see more of the Shazam. Shafamily, Shafamily, Shazamily, Shafamily, and the guy from The Walking Dead will be reprising his role, I believe. Wait, what? Uh, oh, oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry! I love Jerry. And uh, who else is is actually no, not even reprising their role? Oh, you mean Zachary up- Levi. <laughs> who else is perhaps the a kid great- act- the kid actor of Zachary Levi's character? I'm not no, Michael. I'm not talking about re- reprising. I'm talking about upgrading their oh, role. Oh, you mean his friend? Yeah, and the new villains. No. Michael, look, okay, 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 okay. Let's let let's let's cut the check, all right? Let's let's cut through this. When we were off air, <laughs> Michael's like, "Hey, what's the next movie that's coming out?" Flash. I'm like, "Nah, Shazam." And he's and, and I'm like, "Ah, eh, I'm not I'm not sure how I'm feeling about it. The it looks a bit corny, it looks a bit cheesy." Michael's like, "I'm looking forward to it," and I'm like, "Why?" It's just like, oh, you know, just somebody's in. Yeah, just it looks it looks good, right? <laughs> Michael, what, what what do you like about this movie? That do you think what's what, I just what looks think good? The, the visuals are great. The visuals, yeah. I the CG does a very good job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the costuming is also fantastic. The costuming as well. is very very good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that 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 plays into it. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, Alex. Just tell the people what they want to hear. They don't want to hear anything because there's nothing to be heard. Michael thinks that the actress that plays Mary is hot. <laughs> there it Says is. Says every man ever. <laughs> <laughs> Even the gay ones. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's true. Um, so, actually, no. Is there any... Are you actually looking forward to the movie? Uh, it looks decent because I like um, the the villain. The villains look interesting. Yeah, because... They like, have a much older, older woman as a, as a villain. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu, yeah. Yeah. Because I think they're... Um, uh, a ty- Atlas's daughters, um, and they've got these um, <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> Wait, are they transgender? No, God, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> this is Inspire Radio. <laughs> oh gosh, and they're mirroring these. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, Lucy's nuts. Um, uh. Anyway. No, so um, yeah, I, it, I I think the plot is good, but just from what I've seen from the trailers, it's it's just kind of generic. Yeah, it's not the vibe. Even look, I mean, like the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer was pretty generic. Uh, generic, the original one. Was it? Yeah, it was just like uh, oh, and then Starlord doing the thing, and he does root finger. But I mean, it it had the cool aesthetic. Yeah, but like even like um, uh, there's there's been plenty of movies with bad trailers. And end up being amazing. I guess even Puss in Boots, maybe. Have you watched it? Did it have it? No, I haven't yet. Oh, great movie! Great. Did it have? Movie. Did it have a bad trailer though? Um. Well, I was very. Uh, I was like, oh, making another Puss in Boots movie. The trailer looks a bit boring. Is it? Is this? I. It feels like with this, with this trailer, it just feels very. 
childish. That's the point. Basic. That's the point. No, it's not. They're children. No, no, as in, as in the writing. It just feels like, because it, it's popping up on my YouTube constantly. And it's just Zachary Levi throwing a car at a dragon. He goes, huh, I just do a car at a dragon. This is insane. And like he says Khaleesi or something. Sorry? He says Khaleesi. Yeah, and he says like, you know, this is- I think that's just I his voice. The, You're just annoyed by his voice. I've watched the Fast and Furious movies. This is about family. Why are you voice shaming him, Alex? Because he sucks. But then he's saying that to somebody who's appeared in the Fast and Furious movies. This, Zachary Levi was in the MCU. Barely. And he died. Good. And you're making fun of him. Yes. This is his reincarnated life. Too bad. His second chance. No, but what I'm saying is the dialogue just sounds so cheesy. Well, <laughs> I just do a car and a dragon. This is crazy. Like it's that. But he's a kid. I, it, I don't. No, 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 no. Usually, sounds, I would agree with you. It sounds like what TikTok writers, like what people on oh, TikTok do. This is 11 year old or 12 year old boy. He's 16. Doesn't matter. He's in the TikTok era. That's how he talks like. Okay, okay, okay. Have you ever worked with... You worked with 16-year-olds in Yeah, that's not how they talked. They were like, hey, sir, hit the gritty. And I'm like... So you'd like like them to talk like Riverdale? No, I want them to talk like people. Like, like, no, it's just the way that he... Like, the line is written. Like, Like, people don't talk like that. That's the thing. It's like people... Oh, we don't get any sound coming out of this, will we? Wait. No, we won't get any sound coming out. Pe- people don't talk like how he does in this trailer, and how and it's weird because it's it's. I like the first Shazam movie. I liked it a lot, but it's like it falls into these weird cliches where there is no character there. It's just I'm a guy and I'm talking like this. Isn't this crazy? He's having fun. No, because it, it's different. To like the first to, to to like the first Shazam where you could feel the kind of naive and childlike response inside of it. It just feels a bit... This is a trailer. You don't know the context of the movie. Um, he threw a car at a dragon, Michael. That's yeah. the context. Um, it's, it's only in the short trailer that I see. That we see it because... Um, oh, yeah. We'll actually show him... Oh, no, they won't. Cause it, it's only in, like, the... the the Like, the five-second trailer that we get on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> Did you, you saw. Yes, I saw the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw your favorite bit, Michael? Yeah, Digimon. <laughs> Digimon. Digimon Honsu. You got yeah, Put he, some respect on his name. You got to catch him. Put some respect on his name. He's like in everything. He was in Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, and this. That's the one. He's played multiple. Oh, no, he's played the same character. Yeah, he's in, a, he's in Aquaman. Mm. Aquaman. Does he have a good agent, or do they just want diversity hires? Uh, he must. I, I imagine maybe a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, some of this just looks a bit cheesy for me. Like, yeah, I don't think. Like, just don't think too much about it. It's I already know what the plot is. Yeah, they go to each of the kids, steal their powers. And they suddenly have the power of Shazam. He has to take that back from them and use it against them to kill them. That's literally the plot. Just they revealed so much in the trailers, that and it's so basic. It doesn't matter if it's a simple plot; it's just on the execution of the dialogue, and which is it's terrible. But the Shazam had really good like family moments and really yeah. Good in the original, if you haven't watched this movie, Alex, no, but the trailer of the original, like the trailer shows parts of the movie, Michael. 
shows dialogue in the movie. But not the central scenes, just throwaway scenes. Not th- If it's throwaway scenes, they wouldn't put it in the trailer because the trailer's meant to show the best of what's there. So that, we w- that way we get, get excited. If I'm seeing the, f- the same five second clip every time I open up YouTube, it's not a throwaway scene. They, they think this is what's gonna sell the movie and it's just there. But in Infinity War, they didn't show much. Yeah, because what sold it was the anticipation. It, it, I'm anticipating Shazam too, Alex. No, you're not, Michael. Yes, I am. You're Alex. you're anticipating Mary, and that's it. <laughs> Marion. <laughs> that's that's literally it. Um, I'll, I'll see if they show the. Like, I'm sure that I'm sure there'll be nice moments. I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy it, but I think there are gonna be moments where I'm gonna just go. Let's see. What did what did what did he say? What did he say there? Shazam. He, that's all he said. He's they like just, a Pokemon. He only he, says Shazam. That's his name. Okay, Shazam. Then he says, "Did I just save you while you were listening to this song?" <laughs> God, I'm such a goofball. That's what kids say, Alex. No, they don't. If it, if there we go, there we go. Look, this is the scene where he goes, "I just do a truck and a dragon," and then he goes, "I love my life," and like that's what he says. Nobody says that. Maybe it was the execution of what he said. It is, and what, it's so, terrible. So, so Jane Foster saying. Eat my hammer is well, not cringe. No, because there's the um, uh, the person. Alex, is you're biased against men. Yes. No. Um. The the eat my hammer line uh, was 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 built up because she's like, I don't have a catchphrase. Eat my hammer. That's bad. And then in the well, moment when she needs to use it, that's what that's she resorts to. That's the context to. of the movie. Maybe this line. Leads oh yeah. To maybe the maybe he goes, ha ha. I hate my life. Ha ha. I hate my life. Then he throws a car to dragon maybe he had i love my life maybe he had a sequence at the beginning of the movie which was just like the few minutes of up where he he marries someone (laughs) and they go through this cycle of life michael giacchino has a soundtrack he press he he accidentally says shazam at the wedding altar kills her in the lightning pot and everyone sees that he's just a kid yeah that would ruin me that's the shazam movie i want to see the the moment he says he loves his life just makes you filled with hope yeah yeah watch it watch it the movie's gonna come out i'm gonna come michael maybe i was wrong about this maybe maybe that line was uh was actually very good yeah no i it just just i think it's just zachary levi's style of uh delivery i think 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 if he said it better like it, just the way you said it, I think it's putting you off. Maybe, maybe. I th- I think it's a mixture. There's of, tons of corny lines in cinema that which works, you know. True. It's always the delivery. That is true. Yeah. No, I think the way that he does it, it feels like it's because just his voice. It it feels like the way he's impersonating what he thinks a young person would do. Like you could, you, there's definitely ways you could say that line where it wouldn't sound cheesy. Like if 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 instead of saying it out loud to everybody, if he kind of said it to himself. Instead of being like, haha, I just do a truck and a dragon. I love my life. If he was just like, I just do a truck and a dragon. <laughs> I love my life. Like, if, if it was like that, if it was more like. But he's, he's just earnest. And you see in the first movie, he just loved the social media and the social attention. That is true. That is so very true. He'd want to make as many people see it as possible. I think he might go through a character arc to become more withdrawn and more like like a real, you know, like a, like a mature hero. Yeah, because obviously he ends up putting all his family members in danger. Because and who knows, the dragon scene might be even in the middle of the movie. And then the final scene, he's probably more mature or... Yeah, I mean, odd. You never know. You can see the final set piece, and they're riding the dragon, and he's got a staff. Which it feels, it feels too similar, like the first movie as well. The first movie was all about him getting 
Shazam's power and then Shazam giving it to his family and now his family are having their power taken away and he has to try and keep his power. I mean, we can make that argument again with the Thor movies, how he finds himself. Then he finds That's what himself I'm saying. Again, then he finds the first two four Thor movies are terrible. But then in the third one and the fourth one, the third one was a good one, yep. but he's still trying to find himself. Well, I don't think and he's then he reluctantly accepts the king of Asgard, but then he doesn't want the king of Asgard, then he wants to do something else in an in Infinity One Endgame. Then he wants to do something else and, yeah. you know, becoming a father. So he's a it's, all, it's all the execution. Yeah, yeah. And Iron know. Man says, I can't do without the armor. He gets it again. God, yeah. Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It, 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 that's what's called, like, returning to the status quo. That's what they have to do. Mm. So, um, Kristen was listening to the show last time mm. where, where I spoke about Iron Man. She's an Iron Man devotee. So I'll tell her to run the Iron Man. No, what 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 I want to say is is if we should get her on the show, and I want to debate with her what's better, Captain America, or Iron Man, because to to myself it's very logical, but she's like a Tony Stark fanboy. Yeah, I I think I have uh, even points for both sides. Good, you can be our moderator. Okay, we'll bring her on someday. Yeah, sounds sounds good. Oh, we're, we're taking a call. We're taking a call. Oh, oh! Uh, I got the AI voice impersonator. Uh, now, like Kristen, yeah, you sound like a. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh wow, that was an easy argument. No worries. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. For wow. Uh, thank you, Kristen, for, uh, for calling that, that to the very show. based view. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it it comes with humility, admitting that you're wrong. I think. Um, so and that's what we like hearing on the verdict. <laughs> that we're right. <laughs> <laughs> and your verdict is wrong. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we want to be right, and you will always be wrong. That's the way it works, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, well, look. If you if you ever want to actually get in touch with the show or be on or the touch, show, or touch people on the show, or touch people, on, maybe not. Um, you'll have Don't to. Don't worry. Get, we all have to get our police clearance. And oh, I'd have to do that. Okay. Thanks, Michael, for reminding me. I have to go do something. Uh, if so Alex can be currently touched. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Touch me. <laughs> Cut down. This is going to be recorded forever. You, what I'm so glad is like nobody at work gives a crap about this. Oh, yeah. So, which Even is I good. don't give a crap about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody at work gives a crap about this. Um, so like, I, it's not going to go anywhere where they're going to be like, we're going to use this against you in a court of law. <laughs> you want something funny that happened at work today? What happened at work today? So... I'm not going to name any names for, for reasons. Um, Kirsten? Sorry? Just replace the person's name with Kirsten. Yeah, so uh, Kirsten put a post up on Teams and Kirsten responded. And Kirsten, no, uh, and it's Kristen. Uh, Kirsten, Kristen, yes, Kristen. Kirsten. Yeah, um, no, so um, somebody put on a post because um, it's like coming up to like women's, International Women's Day or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so um, basically, because I work in a corporate environment, the, the head of the company saying, we're actually going to have somebody from, um, she she was a, a former child soldier who came to Australia, built a life. Now she's a successful businesswoman. We're going to have her come through and discuss that, that and, you know, so we can all see how she's grown and developed and stuff. You know, good stuff, right? We're going to hear somebody's life story from literal rags to riches, you know? Always fun stuff. And um, the tagline was like e um, gender equity or something like that. And so somebody posted that because her last name is was Giovanni, right? And there's an Italian person at work. Yeah, Team Rocket. And yeah, there's an Italian person at work saying, ha, huh, funny, Giovanni's a man's name. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Like that's a funny little joke because it's about women. And then somebody replied to that saying, 
I think I've got it here. Hold up. Oh, I did. Um, let's hold up. It, it really, it really threw me for a loop. They replied, "Funny, who else preaches equity?" Dot dot dot. And I'm like, "Who's that? Who's that right? Who? To? Who are they referring?" It feels like it feels like they're not for gender equality or gender equity. And I feel like they're using like often what happens in these examples, like yeah, well Hitler used to do that. So I feel like that's a reference to Hitler or somebody else. So I just commented, "Who?" And then my friend messaged me, "You gotta start something. You don't want to start." <laughs> and he he sent that to me. And then and then I got a reply from that, and they say, "Research it in your own time. I don't want to get fired for telling the truth." Right? That's a weird thing. This is a public workspace that we all share, and so everybody can see that. And I'm like. Okay, and then and then um, and then later on they post, "Hey guys, if you're not aware, uh, there's a union that can represent us uh, to provide us more uh, to fight for us in regards to our pay." And it feels weird, right? How on one hand they've said, "Equity, not for me. I don't want to do. I don't want to like be help. equal, kinda, right?" Or I don't like the idea of equity, whatever. I don't like that it is. And then on the other hand saying, hey guys, here's a union that we should sign up to so that way we're, we're, we're treated fairly in the workplace. Those two feel like opposite ideas, right? So there's a puzzle piece that is clearly missing. Yes, it's, it's cognitive dissonance. And, and did you dig deeper and did you find out? I did not, I did not want to, like, this is, this is a situation where I'm like, because I can get quite... Um, Vocal? Yeah. Especially on a... <laughs> exactly no but like um i didn't want to like because it's it's a shared workspace i don't want to like say anything on the, anyone we're not we're not docs but like be like blah 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 this and question people in a in an open thing like that's something that i would private message them if they approached me about them it for their verdict no um <laughs> this is a this is a show for good michael no um i don't, don't want to like touch a situ- situation because i've i've addressed things with them before and it's been a mistake um where I said something and they just went, yeah, but no, but this. And you're really one of those kinds of people, huh? Because I mentioned not liking the queen and they said, oh, you're really one of those entitled millennials, huh? And I'm like, you're like 10 years older than me. You're also a millennial, but um, sure. And then they go, they go, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big royalist. I'm like, yeah, I don't really believe in the in the royal family as an institution because they've done more harm than good. It's like, no, they haven't. And like, they're really like, really, really founded in their views, right? And I think you should just bring him on the show too. Nah, nah, I can't do that because I would, I would lose. It, it's different when somebody has a polite disagreement, but when somebody is so aggressively um, opposed to you, mm. it makes it hard to have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we, we've experienced that in the show before. <laughs> yeah, like it, it becomes, it becomes difficult, and like, mm. and th- that's not their fault entirely like i'm also at part because it's hard for me to to listen to somebody who is aggressively pushing a view and then when when you say something it's like is it getting through or are they just responding to what like they think that you've said you know what i mean and that happens on both sides you know when somebody says something to me and i'm like actually that's wrong and then i don't actually address so the end goal is just to respect the other opinion or become a common and well i think i think think it's not i don't have to respect anything Hmm. I don't think I think the idea of respecting everyone's views is is stupid because not so everyone. What's the goal? Like having a polite discussion. It's and then what's the product of it? 
I, understanding each other's The views. goal is not starting anything that doesn't need to be started. Like, I could argue with 100 people, but if I'm not going to get any change out of 100 people, what's the point of arguing? Well, what do, why do we argue on the verdict? Because it's it's content, and also there's no, like, malice or anything. Like, what mm. we disagree on is so trivial. Yeah. It's so trivial. It's not going to impact the relationship. It's not going to impact the views that we have in any significant way. It's not going to impact, like, our humanity, right? Mm. But if I'm arguing about gender equality with somebody, right, or, or the idea of the monarchy being um, a very Relevant flawed institution, mm. like, that's got... Real, real percussions, real people, real repercussions. Sorry, but again, are the monarchy going to care about you that you defended their honor? Or they, they, they definitely don't. They've got billions of dollars to sit on top exactly. of. Exactly. So, isn't that a trivial issue? No, no, no. Because they believe it so wholeheartedly. It's like me saying I didn't mind. What do you mean? If someone says they're a DC purist and they hate everything Marvel, is not kind of the same thing? What do you mean? Like in reference to like from what? Like, oh, I hate all these Marvel movies and popular culture. Well, that's the thing. I'm not going to convince somebody otherwise. Well, then why aren't you going to commit? Like, the monarchy, it's like... But the monarchy it is real. Believe? It impacts more than just their life. The monarchy impacts the lives of... Oh, the English sorry, people? Sorry, the monarchy has impacted billions of lives. Oh, yeah. So, it's it, it's more to do with that. There's real... Marvel like real saved my life. <laughs> Reddit post. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it, it's got real repercussions for people, you know, these these decisions that are made. And... Well, you're just discussing it. Yeah, but the thing is, if if I'm not going to change their mind, they're not going to change my mind. It's just going to make us sour at each other. Yeah, but still, it's just at the end of the day, you're we're just here, just talking about it. Yeah, but like you said, what's the end goal, right? What's 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 the like? What's the result? Like, the result is you don't mention anything that you don't feel like you need to get into, and then that way you can still be amicable and still have a real conversation with people. If if you get too t- caught up in what you view, this is the mistake I made when I was like in high school, right? I started getting into like uh, political ideology when I was in high school. Like, not, I wasn't like looking at like a like I wasn't reading like you know philosophy or anything like that. But I was kind I was kind of like being more socially aware, I should say. Mm. Um, I was kind of more aware of like you know how identity affects things and stuff like that. How there can be biases and how they affect things. So. You know, I I would start addressing some of those things, but then I would view anybody who had any slightly different view to myself as the enemy, quote unquote, and mm. it didn't do good for my relationships in high school. Like I would be very aggressive, and it meant that not not like aggressive, but I'd be very um, steadfast, steadfast, steadfast. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Steadfast in my in like my beliefs, and not realize that the beliefs are one thing; the person is also there as well. And then as I've gotten older, I've, I've realized not everything is an argument worth winning. You know, there are times where I definitely will stand up, especially if it's coming towards me, right? If, 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 if I'm the subject of the conversation, then I'll, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to... But it's hard to, like, you know, like, talk about rights and stuff and, like, yeah, it's tricky, like, conversation, especially things to do with religion and stuff and what mm-hmm. you believe and what society wants you to believe or society, you know, you agree with, but then disagree with yeah i mean it really comes because like there are ways to persuade people there are ways to make them think that you're correct but if you are or aren't correct that's a different issue but then again even if you tell facts and logic so person's pride is not going to change their mind exactly exactly so sometimes is this worth not addressing some of these things not Mm. like not like bringing not not like bringing it up like 
for instance, obviously, I've, I provided you feedback in regards to some other previous shows mm. and stuff like that. But that's not something I'm going to bring on to any, anybody else who's involved. Because, no, like, because they don't need to necessarily hear that coming from me because I'm, th- th- there's no conversation or argument there that's worth having. But then, like, if I bring them back and then if their point of view is thing and then you talk about your point of view... I mean, that's different because we're on a show, then okay. that's, that's content. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's us doing what like the show's Kirsten for. saying how Iron Man is very much better. Kristen. Kristen. I always say Kristen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why is she saying Iron Man is better and you're saying why Captain America is better? Yeah. It, again, this is trivial stuff that we can put aside and we can go to a party mm. together and, and do stuff, right? No, even I can do, like, stuff like the other stuff too, like... Yeah, but like with with this with this person that I'm referring to, um, we were actually out at, at drinks one day and we got into a discussion and then I immediately went, okay, this is not uh, a conversation or relationship worth having with somebody. It was just, it just felt like any time anything was addressed, they were snapping it and making it a thing. It was just kind of a bit gross. Yeah. Like, like, like there's no point in putting your energy into something, right? If it's not going to serve you as well. Yeah, that's... Like, I mean, like you gotta, you gotta, um, like remove the argument from the person. You gotta treat mm. the argument as a separate thing, and and the 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 person as a different thing. You know, yeah. It's like I don't respect your opinion, but I respect. I mean, I disagree with your opinion, but I respect you as a person. That's a different mm. type of thing. But you know? yeah, yeah. It's like addressing the behavior, not the actual person. Like, like oh, I don't like this. Plus. Your your teeth look funny or something like that. Like you know, like yeah. I think the idea, like you said something. I think the idea of respecting somebody isn't is a bit too overinflated. If that makes sense. What do you mean? We have to respect all women all the time. <laughs> That's a different kind of respect, where the disrespect is what actually do you mean? standing far away from women, so I respect them. At the beach, Michael. It's because you need to wear more deodorant. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no. So, like, when when people say respecting women, often it's because when women are disrespected, like, isn't it's not like you and I being disrespectful to one another. Um, you and I being disrespectful to one another could just be cutting words, right? Mm. When that word is used in regards to women, it's a different scenario. So it's not the same. When I'm talking about respect, I'm talking about more general. Like, as I if mean, obviously, be- respecting like uh, sexual harassment and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's what it becomes comes down to so um but like you know the idea is um either respect is earned or respect is given until taken away right i i I believe in the in the latter right everybody has my respect until it goes away um but i think it's very easy to lose respect in somebody like Mm -hmm. i'm not going to respect somebody just because they exist right like you said oh i i don't agree with your view but i respect her as a person no i don't like you look at it you watch parks and rec right Yes. Ron Swanson and Leslie disagree on everything, but they have mutual respect underlying for each other. That's what he even says. Yes, but that's but that's different because they are both good people and they go both good people to each other, no, right? No, they're horrible to Jerry, so they're bad people. Yeah, but Jerry sucks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> they're, they're just promoting bullying. That's what I hated about Parks. Oh, what America are you? What are you, a Jerry? No. I, well, mean, I mean, The like, Office does it. Every, yeah, every, all these shows I mean. do it. They're excellent shows, but they just promote the bullying of these characters you know which yeah. is not not right like you know to- toby and but like especially jerry like you know he's like the sweetest guy but yeah. they just make fun of him unnecessarily i think that's i think horrible. that's what makes it it's not not funny but it's not funny it's just encouraging it, people to watch to bully their, I, don't, their peers. I don't think i don't think it does i don't think oh it does. you'd be surprised it's just like the unconscious type of thing you know yeah no but like what i'm saying like is just because like, this guy he's so fat or whatever and he and, and he just he's just so nice that he doesn't have a backbone to stand up for himself mm. Like it's just promoting bullying. Like that's what I hated about Parks and Rec. Like 
gr- awesome show, but they just bullied Jerry so much. Mm. I think every show has its like um, blind spot, to be honest. Like I think all, especially around that era. No, but like going back to the respect thing, right? Um, like I don't have to respect you as a person or agree with your views, and normally those two things go hand in hand, right? Mm. So like with you, I disagree with a f- like if oh, a yeah, lot likewise. of your views, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. we we respect each other, yeah, yeah. But like um, you know, for somebody to to say some stuff, if I disagree with their views, I don't have to respect them. I feel like respect is a commodity. Well, like, I guess the fact if he doesn't respect you in return, and like he calls you like a jackass or something. Well, it's it's not even that. It's just it's 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 an argumentative personality, right? Mm. And they've they've targeted me with not 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 like words but like they've responded in a certain way and i'm like, like a hostile way yeah i'm like i've not said anything about you but okay you know it, it's it's like i don't i don't respect this person i respect their ability to do the job that they do because they they're a hard worker mm. right i respect that thing i don't respect them i respect their work that's I respect the same thing ethics. that's the same thing yeah but i don't respect them no and that's fine yeah um and it, but but i feel like we should be more willing to not respect people, but we put more. I mean, you can choose who you want to associate with or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, just don't talk to Timmy at lunch. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody at lunch. I got my headphones in, and I'm like, like um, one of the newbies. Uh, she's wonderful. Um, she came up to me. She's like, I'm just gonna sit here so we can pretend to be sociable. And we both had our headphones on. I'm like, this is wonderful. And then <laughs> something happened and I wanted to make a comment on it, but we both had headphones. So that wasn't what was meant to happen. She had like a salad and a pea fell out and rolled away. And my go-to joke is it's an escapee. It kills, it kills, right? But I couldn't say it. All right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're gonna end the show right here. Thank you for the, for the exit theme. It's such a good show. What do you mean? Why would you say Coming. that? Not joking. Anyway. <laughs> Good night, Vietnam. I'm coming. (laughs) Uh, Why do I do this show? What, what if I use this as a bleep, but it, it ends up horribly? No. So anyway, I told her, I said, I'm coming everywhere. And then she, 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 she threw it back at me. And that's, that's. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. No, that's bad. Alex. What do you mean it's bad? That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Michael, what do you thought in gender neutral bathrooms? Um... Gender neutral bathrooms. What Hot topic at the moment. Well, it, it's... I don't know what to feel about it. I think it just links back to the whole the Olympics thing and how... Um, uh, what Olympics uh, thing? Like the, the weightlifting competitions as a, as a um, man who transitioned to a woman mm-hmm. and just winning all the competitions because he was biologically a man. I mean, I don't think that... And bathrooms are very similar, to be honest. But, I mean, if somebody is on... If there's like so many gender identities, why don't they have a different bathroom for each gender identity? Instead of just one gender neutral bathroom. I'm going to get, Michael, Michael, I'm going to give you five seconds to realize the flaw in that logic. Okay, what's right. the flaw in the logic? No, 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 I'm going to give you five seconds. Five seconds? No, 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 listen, listen, Michael. Just think about it. If there are so many gender identities, why don't they each get an individual bathroom? Okay, think about that concept. Think about What if the- I want to identify as an attack helicopter? God, I hate that joke. Why don't you, Michael, why don't you try identifying as somebody who's funny? Huh? Got him. Got him. That's right, ladies. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We 
we, we got him, folks. Wow, I'm just bamboozled. <laughs> that, that's my helicopter impression. <laughs> um, no, so, so, so. Okay. So, so, so take that idea, right? Mm. A, a bathroom for every single gender. Don't make a joke answer, because I know you will, right? Think about the logistics, the real world application of that. I'm going to give you five seconds and come back to me if you think that's a good idea. Do, 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 But then you're just pulling it all together. Well, with gender neutral bathrooms, you just need one type of bathroom. But if you want to have one for every gender identity, whatever it may be, even though there aren't as many gender identities as people think there are. And when uh, people get insulted by saying, why are you just pulling me with the other gender identity? Nope, that's not what real people sound like, Michael. You know, that's, what, that's what people who want to make fun of people who aren't them sound like. Mm. Actual living people who are... So then what if I say, I identify as gender neutral, just use the bathroom, and then when I come out of the bathroom, I identify as normal. That's, that's not, my right to choose my gender. Well, that's not how gender identity works, though. Well, you never know. I just want to use a toilet. Uh, you do know. You do know because there are social science and studies that back mm. up these claims. There is, um, um, for you to have a different gender identity, there's there's requirements for that. Mm. Body dysmorphia. I was having this interesting conversation the other day. I don't know. I'd like your perspective on it. Okay. Um, basically, the whole the transgenderism debate, you know, I'm not hating or anything. I'm just saying... It, it, they they brought the interesting co- conversation like perception and reality like like a like a you know like they they brought the notion of being a tomboy right mm-hmm. uh, if this girl was a tomboy she had primarily male interest does that mean she has to transition into a man no that's what I mean like no but then some people have used that as leverage to transform into a man which is a bit. It's. I think. I think there's two things getting confused here. Um, I don't want to speak on behalf of trans. No, obviously people, not. We're, but we're, but from, from from what what I've seen, what I've seen is you have people who end up feeling like end up you know being a tomboy when they grow up. That's like a general part of just developing. Is you often find yourself interested in what everybody else is interested in. That's fine. There's some people who go through that phase and then they realize, oh wait a second, this feels more comfy over here than it does over there, and then that leads them to realize. Oh wait a second! Does it change my genitalia to that? No, no. There's no have to need to do okay. anything. It's with 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 people who are transgender, right? It's more this doesn't fit, and then they like nobody who's trans jumps in a hundred percent on day dot. It's it's often a give and a take. There's there's a backwards and a forwards. There's a, a, a it's pendulum. a long process. Yeah, yeah. So I I've, I have yeah. several transgender friends. Like D and D just does that you know, pretending to be somebody else in a, in a made up world. Mm. Who would have thought? Um, so yeah, like um, from, from what I've seen with their experiences, there's a lot of experimentation. There's a lot of backwards and forwards, a lot of testing to see what things feel like. And it's a gradual process. And some people, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're thinking about like genitalia side of things, some people don't go, go ahead with operations. Some people do. Some people don't want to go ahead with certain, um, you know, some people may go ahead with the operation, but they may still dress but it's not rejecting your 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 gender which you are biologically born as like you're just you're not rejecting it are you I mean some people do some people do some some people don't feel themselves at all as as the way that they were born but then do they have the right to change back if they don't feel themselves even yeah when they it's change? called detransitioning it does happen it happens it's like one snip, in every snip 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 it ha- happens to one in every about do you know how many vasectomies I had <laughs> snip snap snip, 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 snap, snap snip snap snip snap do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what seven vasectomies does, does to a man, man. <laughs> no um like people do detransition 
Um, and there's a lot of different, no, I don't want to say discourse. Um, there, there are current conversations around that online where some people, some of these people who do transition become anti-trans and some people who do transition go, oh, I, that was a part of my life that I'm glad I experienced. I now know who I am kind of thing. And, and sometimes transitioning isn't the whole way. Like operations cost money. Most people may spend a lot of their life without having the operation. They may just get to a point where they're, they're on um, estrogen or hormone replacement therapy, which is reversible. Um, so when we look at people who detransition, they could just be on hormone replacement therapy and just go, I've lived like this for two years. That I don't think still, this is I me. mean, that's pretty extreme even. As it's is. not that extreme in regards to hormone replacement. I mean, I mean they, they, it's not, it's not as, as crazy and wild as people think it is. Um, you know, estrogen, basically, you get softer skin, nicer hair, um, less sharp features, I guess. Um, I mean, but there's still, there's a lot of different varieties of masculinity nowadays. There's like what, mm -hmm. the, 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 the cleanly shaven, more delicate men. There's, and there's, there's a brawly man. Mm -hmm. it's like this but I think they, they, they've always existed, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think and they have. likewise with women too. Yeah. But like, and that's the thing that there's definitely a variety. Like, my perspective is gender shouldn't exist. Like the Gina Reinhardt, the Gina, um, the the one from the Mandalorian, Karana, whatever it is. <laughs> and then there's uh, what uh, the Ronda Rousey's and yeah. different types of. Like, this is what happens when we put ourselves in a binary system, right? Mm. If you say you're either boy or girl, you don't allow for any variance in that. But so, like what you said, how there's different types of men, different types of girls. That's probably true, but we but just go- But they're still at the root of it, they are boy or they are a girl. Sometimes. Mm. It's- But like, I think the religious view, which which is like, you know, you're born into this. It's like you're, you know, you're disrespecting God, quote unquote, by changing your gender. I mean, that I think is a flawed argument. How so? Uh, because the argument is, you know, God never makes mistakes. Mm. You're designed in his perfect image. Um, how far does that go, you know? What about people who shave the face? What about people who dye their hair? What about people who get Botox? What about people who get um, boob jobs? What about people who, um, uh, who you know, go through massive weight transitions, right? There, there's people will change themselves, change their physical appearance constantly. And will will go for like- well, That's different characteristics than the, the sex of what he's given you, you know, male or female. And that's for reproduction and you know starting a family and yeah, everybody. but nobody, not everybody wants to start a family. No, obviously not. No one wants to start a family, but like, okay. So what about what about people that you know, for instance, are born with uh, illnesses and disabilities, which makes it harder for them to start families? Mm. How how does that fit into the idea? We, we like I said, we don't know. That's just we just have to put our trust as a religious person. You have to put your trust in God and just accept it as it is. You know, we see a lot of people. Who just use their disability as an advantage? They 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 they're persevering regardless of their disability, which is really admirable to see. You know? Yeah, but the only reason why they're doing that is because they've been given a mm. a, a, a handicap, so to speak. Um, but okay, what about those who don't believe in God? Why would they need to care? Mm. I mean, that's that's your own perspective, but like I'm just saying for people who do, mm. and that's the that's a belief. Yeah, but like just just as people are, but society nowadays is just so vast, different beliefs, different ideologies. So, and that's even within the the church. You have different people 
believe different things within the well, church. That, that, that's why that's why Catholic. Anyway, there's different branches of uh, Christianity, but there's only one Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so there might be people people who believe in God who don't as- ascribe to Catholicism; they may ascribe to Christianity, and then that comes with certain certain things that they might they might have been dis- discussing it uh, well, within the church within the family. From the Catholic point of view, which I, will. I mean, again, the Catholic. The Catholic religion is kind of rooted in tradition specifically, isn't it? That's the point. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's it, it's hard it's hard to make an argument about something that has no real ram- ramification in the waking world. If that makes sense. The waking world. So, for instance, um, like with the with the Catholic belief, it's like what you do here mm. will affect what happens after you die, right? Mm. Yeah, a lot of what you what you do here doesn't affect what happens here. If it if it did, then this world would be a mess, right? If if I every- mean, like you follow the rules, follow the commandments. That's pretty much what. I mean, the saying ca- you thou shall not kill, you're not going to kill people. Yeah, but there's no commandment thou shall not get a sex change. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it, it's the idea of of transgender wasn't well. People like they peop- even said like God and God made male and female. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm arguing for the sake of arguing, but I'm just saying that's that's what. Yeah, but I mean, like, at the time that the the Bible was written, and at the time that I guess Jesus was alive, and the events of the Bible took place, right? The ideas that we have today didn't exist. So, to, to for somebody to make a judgment on the ideas that we have now seems like it's a chance for them to insert their own agenda into why or why not they believe that something should occur. So, you know, um, I mean. People who have a, who have changed genders has existed since before Christ was born. Um, this, this happened uh, in Roman, Babylonian, Greek. Like a lot of there, there are a lot of um, types of people who existed in multiple different genders. Essentially, I just think just, that's just humanity taking the ball and rolling with it. You know, obviously this is the future. They didn't account for cars and stuff in the Bible and yeah, all that. But like, but I mean, think about it. the other thing to think of. When you're transgender, you're not changing your sex; you're changing your gender. Because gender is the social aspect; sex is the the biological aspect of you were born this way, you were born that like, way. What's you know, like a guy? If a guy just likes watching rom coms and stuff, that doesn't mean he's a female. He's just a no. Guy no one's who, saying no one's saying that he that, that does. No, no. That that has never been like, you know, people becoming trans. It, it's such. A, it's okay when people are trans. It's such a a physical and mental process for them. People aren't just going. I like the color pink. I guess I'm a girl now. But do they do they come up with this notion entirely on their own, or are they influenced by social factors or the community around them? Bit of both, probably. I mean, think about it this way: if you can look at it from both sides of the coin, right? You might have people who are being influenced by the trans people that they exist in. They find those spaces more accommodating. They may then say I'm trans because they found these spaces more accommodating. You got the other side of the things, somebody who is trans, right? But they have no trans representation in their life. They don't even know that trans people can exist. So they go their entire life living as the gender that they've been assigned at birth. And then they hate themselves for it. I mean, people can hate themselves even if they are, except their gender. No, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying is both sides of the situation exist where if nobody has the representation around them to know that that thing exists, even, then of you know they won't do it, or they'll do it and they'll be outcast within those circles, right? So, it you know it it becomes it comes back to nature versus nurture. Which one is leading the way? Um, being trans doesn't have okay, okay. 
here's here's one here's one so there was um the reason why we know that trans people are probably correct in their assumption of that they, they don't exist in the body that they are is because um there was a kid who had a surgery done on him i think it was a i think they were circumcising the kid uh but they botched it massively and kind of destroyed this this kid's genitalia and the doctor just said i can't fix this what you can do is you can raise this kid as a girl right what the heck listen this, this is real that's a doctor's fault it's like saying um oh i shaved over your hair now you should just be a monk yes so 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 follow, follow this with me for a second um this kid before before he's born was this happened well, what up before he's born when he's born this happens to him and then the doctor says look we can we can do reconstructive surgery but we might be able to provide him with a penis it might just have to we can try to make something of this essentially right so what you can do now is you can raise him as a girl just chuck a boatload of estrogen in him and let him become a girl yeah so just raise him as a girl and do that and they did they raised him as a girl and he was treated as a girl all his entire life until he basically found like he was having issues right he wasn't feeling good he wasn't feeling happy and then after like you know going through this like internal struggle of i don't feel like i am who i am right um he found out that um what happened and then he became a man because he was biologically a man yeah but became a man right and um and then but he didn't have any I don't think he had any testicles, so there was no testosterone being produced, right? So there was no like chemical factor necessarily, right? Um, but he ended up becoming a man, but then he ended up, I think he took his own life, like. Yeah, obviously the ramifications having what happened to him, but at the fact is he was biologically born a man. Maybe beyond the testosterone, there was something within him that identified as a man. But think about this one. He was raised in, in society one way mm. from the day that he was born. And he knew that the that what he was wasn't, what everybody was telling them that he was. But he just didn't know why because until they explained it to him later. Yeah. So what I'm saying is trans people experience the same. Everybody says, you're a man, you're a girl, or you're a boy, you're a girl. And they go through their entire life thinking that's not correct. And then they make the, like they make the change. This, that's, what, a, that's completely different. It's not. It's the exact same. What do you mean? Because he was raised as a girl his entire life and yes. treated as a girl by everybody in his life. he was born with the male sex, which happened to not be, you know, the doctor chopped it off or whatever, you know? Yeah, but that's... He was still born with the male sex. What, what does that actually change in, inside you? Nothing. He's still male. We don't know, no, no, no. So what, what difference... It's like the Mowgli thing. Mowgli thought he was a wolf. That's... Yeah, because that's the culture. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like... If if I so so if somebody is I'm not dismissing I'm just saying that like no no but what I'm saying is 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 what we saw there is that the society that he was in tried to convince him one no, thing no, every like likewise every person is different this was one story you can't compare it to the other ones I mean you can compare it that's what that's no, really. it's the, been you used look as at a the case backgrounds thing. of other people look at their life history and the the, the the society they were in their their parental situation their their family situation you look at every different factor you can't commonality because humans are so diverse you know you could then michael then no social sciences can be considered ever what do you mean what well humans are so diverse we can't compare anything no i mean like as in like comparison to there's there's different reasons to have general surgery you know like what just just because i didn't feel like a, you know i mean like there's different build-ups i mean 
Yeah. Like this one. What I'm saying is, what I'm in saying. In this case, his is is you know his his male genitalia was chopped off, and then he got raised by a girl because, you know, oh, we might as well deal with this, you know. Yeah. We might as well raise him as a but girl. But what I'm saying is, everything in his life was telling him that he was a girl. Everything. Every external thing in his life was telling me he was yeah. a girl. But internally, he still felt like a man. Well, no, he didn't still he feel w- like he a man. He was a man. He felt out of place. Because he was a man. Yeah. So when somebody is being raised as a gender that they don't identify with, mm-hmm. and then they, real- then they realize that... But do a lot of other transgender people get chopped off at birth? That's, that's, not, that's, that's not the situation that, that defines this. It's what, what we're looking at here is basically... Um, we're looking at the society that, that raises the kid, mm-hmm. the gender expectations of the kid, and then that kid not fitting that mold, even though that's been provided to him since he was young. You know, like uh, kids being provided, uh, being told that they're a boy growing up, right? And then the kid goes, I've never actually felt like, like I fit, right? I've never felt like, like, like I fit the mold that these people are getting. But did every person who wanted to get reconstructive surgery have their original genitalia chopped off or probably not but that's not like the defining factor that's what i mean that's that's the instigation of why he was raised as as a girl but then when i mean like i'm just saying like the 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 pinpoint moment of their life when they realized is different yeah and his pinpoint was different as well he he realized further down the track his case his genitalia was chopped off and other people's cases they weren't so what was their pinpoint that wanted them to change it could have been anything that's what I mean. And then you look at the history and you look at the No, but what I'm saying is that's what I'm saying. He didn't like he he felt wrong up until that point. Yeah, cuz he was a man. Yeah. And and, and same thing for trans people. They're not who are they who they who they're born as. That's the whole point. But like he was with you know, obviously You're you're thinking from a physical genitalia point of view. Hmm. This goes beyond that. That's what I'm saying. It's the same situation. Um but you're thinking it from the point of view of Oh, he, he he was born with with a penis, therefore he's a man. Mm. Um, when that isn't true, like like I said, like gender exists beyond um, beyond sex. We we people say there's only two sexes. It's actually more than two sexes, but people don't like that because it doesn't fit that their views of there's only two sexes. Like I think there's four within humans. It's just the other two are uh, fairly rareish. What is the other two? Um, it's based on chromosomes. So you get XY and XX, and then you sometimes get triple X and triple XY, I think. <laughs> That's a movie. <laughs> yeah, the Xander Cage. Yeah. No, but like... <laughs> gender bold man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, essentially, essentially, it's... You know, gender looks at it from a social aspect. Yeah. So being told that you're this, being told that you're that, when that might not fit what they feel. That didn't fit oh, what this know, what this guy felt. I don't know, G. <laughs> but, how, but how are those two situations? It's just, and I mean, like, the fact is that he was... Good job. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I will get guests, and you can get guests, and we'll debate this. I don't need guests. I've got myself. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll get people who can more explain it. What a... Yeah. Essentially, what it boils down to is that somebody doesn't... What it boils down to. I'm firing you, Michael. No. Fire me. Do it, do it, do it, no, do it. Essentially, what, what it comes down to is somebody doesn't feel the way. And it shouldn't be an issue when people who are trans are experiencing a better quality of life after they make the transition. 
or during their transition and post-transition, right? Why why would there be an issue here? Hmm? Like, is in what's what's the issue with trans people? They're not they're not harming anybody. No, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're experiencing a better quality of life themselves after they transition. until they decide to change back or yeah. But that, but th- those those instances are so rare, so rare between trans people, and it's same for the instances of people who who just dip in for a moment and go, oh no, that's not me, and then hop back. You know, like that happens. People experiment. It's human nature. We may want to do that. We may want to go. Oh, let me just waltz over here. Oh, this is all right. No, 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 not for me. And then hop back, right? But like for the vast majority of trans people, they experience a better quality of life after they transition. And I don't think anybody should, should be allowed to deny somebody a better quality of life. No, that's especially when it's backed up by science. Science. Exactly. Science. Um, <laughs> play the play the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say before it? I don't know. Coming. And that was brought to you by science. Yeah. Science is coming to a store near you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let, let's let, let's play some music and then we'll we'll have, wrap it up. Wrap it up. IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020. Broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, you can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DTR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the Donate Now button. Or email us at info at iplradio.org.au I'm coming to... Welcome Good back. night, New York. <laughs> <laughs> we've only got a couple of minutes left. Yeah, we, oh, we actually do. Yeah. How do we want to use these final moments? We're going to click this pen for five minutes. <laughs> I was seeing who was going to chicken first, and it was you. It was me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a couple minutes left. So, um, it's, okay, so something that I've been seeing is, you know, we have a lot of, like, apocalyptic media, right? A lot of media about the last days, last of us, yep. death. Would you try to survive? I thought you said, would you like to commit the apocalypse? Would you? Yes, Michael, would you like to? What are your to- thoughts on x Apocalypse? It is. Is it a post-apocalyptic media that you've been waiting to see? I would gouge my eyes out if I had to watch it again. Okay, what was your question? Okay, so would you try to survive in an apocalypse? Because I've thought of Kathmandu and get all my essential camping supplies. I would genuinely kill myself. Would you? The bar for me is so low. <laughs> like, okay, 
I know, I know I can survive in situations which I would rather not survive. Mm. It's something that I've had to do since I was a kid where I'd be like, I have to, I'll find myself in something uncomfortable and I won't do anything to change it and I'll just deal with it. Um, because the idea of me doing something to fix the problem was worse. So if it was cold and my bedroom was cold and the window was open, I would stay in my bed and deal with it until I woke up. Cause I know that if I go to sleep, then That's I'm going to- very apathetic. I'm going to teleport to when I'm awake. It's just sleeping yeah. is a teleportation portal. If you yeah, it's it. fast travel, it's, especially when you're in a car. Breakfast. Yeah. So, but like, I, I I think like if I if the world ended tomorrow and I had to survive on spaghettios, I would kill myself. That's very depressing. That just shows how little your life is meaning. But no, 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 no. My life has meaning in a society where it means something to me. <sighs> in an apocalypse, what would Haley think, Alex? She would be there with me. <laughs> There'll be two gunshots. Uh, no, okay, okay. That's very depressing. <laughs> yeah, what a way to end the show. We love ending our shows on happy notes. We love ending our shows the way I end myself in an apocalypse. Thank you very much. <laughs> Here's the next song, If the World Was Ending, by <laughs> J.P. Swift and Julia Michaels. No, it's, it's just like, you know, if, if, there's, if there's no joy, mm. right, you know, an apocalypse, you're scrounging to, to get a feed, you're scrounging to survive, you have to be wary of other people. Like, is it worth it? What, 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 you know, like, you know, I remember you saying that you think the purpose of life is to serve others, right? If there's no one out there to serve or help or, you know, help you, what's the point? Just do Will Smith have a dog and... What if you don't have a dog, Michael? Well, then have your thoughts. And then that dog dies and you have to kill it? Yeah, yeah. What, what did Bill do before he met Frank? Um, he had a fun and exciting he, life. He was a survivalist. He, yeah, he, and he was fun. He was the only person in that area. He wanted to do that. He was well, waiting for that What if you want moment. to do that? I'm saying I don't. Well, that's your. That's on your fault. And I'm asking what you want to do. I'm not talking about hypotheticals. I'm talking about you and me, Michael. Well, it depends. Because uh, when humanity's gone down that drain, I never knew. I never know how I'm going to react. That is true. I could just be really. Resilient. I could be a degenerate, or I could be the most moral, upstanding citizen. Mm, that is true. I think I would definitely be more moral than most people, but there will be moments where I would not care. Mm. I would press the button or close the door if I needed to. You know, you know that, that classic case where someone's running towards the door, and the thing that's going to get them is too close. Is that if you keep the door open, it's like um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's I've, like like the Superman with the injustice, how Joker just killed Lois, and now he's just bad. Mm, yeah, so you never know. It's one bad day. On that happy case, Michael. You got any messages for the people at home? All right, that's from Michael. He is part dolphin. And from me, I'm coming to a store near you. All right. In a store near you. <laughs> in a store near you. The police are coming to get me. Don't look in the changing rooms. Don't. Uh, no, but for real, um, have a great rest of your week, everybody. Have a safe drive if you're driving. Uh, love and one another. A- yeah. 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 Cool. Bye. All right. Bye.